Yo, what do you feel about all this Randall hate, man? There's a lot of it. I'm shocked. Uh, it's interesting because, you know, no one, I don't know. It's pretty like 50-50. Like, some games don't look like Jesus. The others will look like that was the biggest mistake the Knicks made. But I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't rule him out just yet. If, if you thought he was going to do what he did last year, then I would think that he might be on drugs. But but I expect I expect mm-hmm. him to put up 22, like 10 and Six or twenty two, eleven and six. We put up twenty, ten and like five this year. So Yo, I don't and, know. And you don't think that's that's not bad, especially if we don't have no point guard. No, I mean it's a different story if we had a point guard. But no, I don't think it's as bad as everyone pans it out to be. Yeah, because I'm like everyone's like, oh, RJ's going crazy, but RJ don't average more than Randall. All around well, stats. R- well, RJ's been different as of late. So was so is Randall, but still. RJ's last 10, he's averaging like 24, 25. Yo, but that's a funny thing. In the second half of the season, he's been killing. Well, ever since the year started, actually, he's been killing. But Mm -hmm. with him even just doing all that killing for all these months, he still hasn't passed Randall. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't understand the hate. I'm just like, and Randall in his position, he relies more on a point guard to give him the ball in his spots a lot more than RJ would as a wing. So I'm not yeah. that's, that's why I'm not understanding the hate in full. I'm just like well, yeah. this is off. It definitely doesn't help when we have three shooting guards in the starting lineup. Yeah, and it, it actually doesn't help us either when you're looking at free agents because they're like, wow, this guy had an all NBA season, and then the next year everyone's like, get rid of him. Or just the right. haters. And I, I mean like D Rose not coming back like fucking killed us, dude. Yeah. People yeah. underrate that too. Yeah, man. D Rose is this guy might be the glue of the team. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of over tips too. I want the season might be over. Like there's 99 percent chance you don't know, make the plan. Just start quickly. Play McBride more. Play Toppin more. Play Sims. I mean, I don't know about Sims, but definitely got to get more minutes out of quickly McBride and Toppin. Especially McBride. You don't know what this guy has. We're not going to play him when the season's a lost cause. Exactly. It doesn't make sense starting Alec Burks at point guard. When he's not even a point guard. Number one, he's not that good. And yep. number two, I don't know. You gotta play the kids. Yeah, he's he's out of position, Burks. He's, that's not his role. No, to come in starting yeah. point guard. That shit doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end know. of the day, like, let me ask a question: What's the status on this? On our odds to make the play-in? Uh, you got to be perfect all the way, or perfect might? Yeah, it might need to be. Per- what are we got? Like five games out right now? Yeah, I believe five back. Four and a half back. Oh, that I just checked the sayings. Four and a half back of the Hawks. Um, I mean, we do look hot. Like our last ten, we're, we're pretty solid. Like I think we're six and four, seven three. We do look good, that's for sure. I don't know. I mean, I'll check our schedule. So we play Hornets. We got to beat the Hornets. That's a must win, considering that we got to get games on them. We mm-hmm. could beat the Cavs. We would beat the shit out of the Magic. We got to beat the Nets for once. Yo, believe it or not, the Cavs are going to be tough. Cavs are going to be yeah. tough. Tough, yeah. I mean, every game's a must win now, so it doesn't matter if it's the Magic or Suns. You got to win them. Uh, I mean, oh, it really depends. The Hawks' schedule from here on out is not that difficult, but they have to get cold and we have to get hot. I mean, it's a pretty low chance that we make it considering that there's like 10 ga- not even 10 games left, right? Like eight games left. Yo, you forgot to mention Brooklyn because Brooklyn fell down a spot after losing to the Hornets last night. Oh, yeah, it's true. 
which is crazy. How the hell they end up playing, man? Like, that's wild. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. They're, they're in a weird situation. I don't know why they made that trade. Yeah, the whole league this year is just... Man, it doesn't make sense, the NBA this year. I mean, it makes no sense at all. I mean, I think the Knicks might have a better record than the Lakers. They do right now, and they will at the end of the season probably. Which is sad because the Lakers are going to make the play and probably make the playoffs because it's LeBron. Oh, so what, you think the league got a fix in for LeBron? No, I just think that he's the top five player on the planet, but I think that, I don't want to say a fixing, but they, they definitely give him some leeway sometimes, but I don't know. The guy's just incredible, and he'll win when he needs to. That's why I think the playing kind of ruined the NBA. Cause if there was no playing, I think LeBron would make sure the Lakers are like a seven seed right now. Like, teams are just like losing games and not giving a shit as much as the Warriors, eight teams making the playoffs. Nah, I feel like the playing has helped shit. Like, for example, us oh. not not making it in this year, or if we don't make it, it's it's, it's really on us, man, because it, it, all the teams remain interested. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's going to be busting mm-hmm. ass to play. Yeah, but then there's like teams like, yeah, most teams stay interested. But then there's teams like the Lakers where LeBron just going to make sure they make the play and then win that and then go to the playoffs. Like, they just don't stay as interested because they know at the end of the day they're going to make the play. Well, I mean, I don't know because with the Lakers, I don't know if LeBron's risking it because if it, you know, the Lakers are not are like, they're like an old team. They're not 100% healthy. So why even risk it to try to get in last minute? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like they just, this year, they're not that good. No one wants to admit it. They're just not that no, good. No, yeah, they don't play any defense. They don't even try to play defense. And they're old. They're old. Yeah. They got the, the same Knicks, record think... as us. And, and, and look at all of us. Nick fans yeah. were bitching about this season. But the Laker fans, you know, the Lakers, they got the, they got LeBron, Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and they, they have the same record as us? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I definitely think a lot of it, whether the Knicks came in a little overhyped, though. And I love the Knicks. I'm a fan, but, I mean, let's face it, a big reason why we did, why we played so well like we did last year was, honestly, no one talks about it, was because the Knicks weren't in the bubble. Their players were so well-rested. They haven't played a game in, like, eight, ten months. Now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give the Knicks. Like- I'm gonna give the Knicks some credit because, as a young team, they barely had time to practice. Most teams last year barely had any time to practice. Right. I feel like that's an, a huge negative on us. That, especially the, due to the fact that our rosters keep switching up, and then we have a bunch of young players. Like mm-hmm. quickly in Ob, they adapted really well because that was off to have a rookie year with barely any preseason, barely any practices in between. Um, and just mm-hmm. to kind of have a solid season. Yeah. That's yeah. why the, the scoring in NBA last year was so high for almost every team because guys yeah. were barely practicing. And there's teams like the Knicks that were just so well rested that they just played such good defense. Yeah. And they just won games like that. And then that Derrick Rose trade, that was like the that was like the done dada move right there, man. Yeah. Turn the season around. I mean, I want to say turn the season around, but they went from like a sub five hundred team, like five hundred team, to like where they finished 10, 12 games above five hundred. They were hot once they. Came. Yo, once once we traded for Derrick Rose, man, we was we was out of here. Yeah, it was like a rocket ship going into space, man. We was out. Mm-hmm. But this year, we're kind of seeing that Derrick Rose is that glue to the squad because without him there, man, it's just Kimball Walker's knees. You don't really have, you know, 
solid enough knees to keep getting to the rack and getting guys open shots. We just we just need to get a serviceable point guard right now. Yeah. Do you think quickly's that guy? Nah. He's a little Not bit yet. too small. He's a little bit too small. And uh nah, it's just I don't even think I think quickly's more like a combo guard. You know what I mean? Like he's like yeah. he falls into that not tall enough to be a shooting guard, but not really skillful enough with the passing and, and shot creation for others to be a point guard. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's really he's he's he'll be always be really good off the bench in his career. He'll be he'll go in there if you need him to average ten a game, he'll do it. Yeah, I feel I feel like certain times he could be he could be a starter. If we had like a really crazy, uh, I guess ball dominant, you know, shooting guard or or someone like LeBron and quickly could actually start, but uh, mm. not on this roster. Uh, we need we need guys no. to set RJ up in his spots, you know, as he's going in stride, maybe making a cut to the hoop, finding RJ open. Same thing for Randall. Everything needs to happen in stride. Right now, this shit is just like. RJ and Randall just handling the rock too much, have to create their own spacing, have to try to find guys open. Right. They're playing off a position. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. How much you think we should uh then Mitch this offseason? Yo, honestly, I wouldn't mind them taking the gamble because you know, I feel like as long as this guy keeps getting healthy. So sometimes other guys they need time to develop. Like look at uh what's his name? DeAndre Aiden in, in, in Phoenix. It took yeah, him took a while. Years. Yeah, it took him a while. Same thing with uh Mitch. I'm seeing potential DeAndre Jordan from Mitch. Mm-hmm. And remember, he's a second round pick. And you know, the money he's really asking for is kind of standard. Yeah, it's a tradable contract. No, I mean like uh after um I guess his renegotiations, whatever money he's asking for, even if it's like fifteen. That's pretty standard yeah. for what he's done. It's yeah. just the only thing, I guess. I'm not sure if Leon Rose has hung up that he's a second round pick and he's been unhealthy at times. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a steal. We were having in the second round. I only thought he was in the second round just because he didn't really go to college. He kind of like I don't really know his situation. He kind of just like took his name out of college and went to the G League or something. I don't know, but I mean, if I recall correctly, he was supposed to be a like the, he was like the top tenor in his high school class. Yeah, he fell I, all the way down. yeah, you're right. Something happened with his first year, or he was ineligible. I forgot something happened where he couldn't really play college. Yeah, but them second round picks is is I don't know. Sometimes I feel like NBA GMs they're kind of iffy about those second round picks. They don't want to look crazy that they give a second round pick a lot of money, and all of a sudden he doesn't live up to it. And then everything falls back on them. They they look bad in front of the owner. Yeah, you know what but I mean? Mitch, I don't know. I think he, I, I think it's a safe guy to resign, just because you know what you're going to get out of him if he's healthy. But also, in the, the peak of his career, maybe he'll give you 11 and 11. Yeah, I feel like he could give us DeAndre Jordan numbers. I mean, that's you know, him at least 13 years in. Mm-hmm. You know, every year he's going to get better and better. But the key thing is, is he going to stay healthy? Like we just yeah. as Knicks fans, we we have yet to see Mitch play back to back at least like thirty five to thirty minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean he's played like almost seventy games this year. Like I'm not, I'm completely fine if he only plays like seventy three games, seventy four games every season. 
Yeah, but if you look at Mitch, even in the recent back-to-backs, it's just like he plays hard for one game, like in Utah, and then the next game right. is out. Same thing, I guess, recently. What was the last back-to-back that we had that he went off? Right now. Oh, well, I guess. No, not the one before this one. He went oh, off, and then and then, and then he took off. It was against the Jazz and the Hornets, or Jazz and Hawks. I don't know, just one of yeah, them. it's Jazz one of them. Yeah, he went off, and then the next day he was out. Back soreness. Right. I'm just like, yo, can this dude actually last? Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? I feel like ownership is kind of, or Leon Rose might be looking at that. It's like, and then also they they might be looking at the landscape of the free agency. Okay, uh, is other guys available? I heard Clint Capella might be available. You know, it depends what's on the market because right now the league undervalues centers for some reason, and there's always a serviceable guy to get at a decent rate. They always have. I mean. Cause I don't, I I don't recall. I mean, like, I feel like every insane championship team, they never have an elite center. Like, probably why? Like, no one builds around a center. No one wants to give a center money. But you know what? At the end of the day, the league right now, they keep saying it's a positionless league. But we see the two top players back to back seasons be Embiid and Jokic. True. So, I mean, I guess these guys, you know, if you want to get to the promised land, you got to get past one of these guys. Who the hell do you have on your roster to guard one of them? Yeah, Knicks are never going to match with Jokic. It's never going to happen. Nah, they don't got to match with him, but at least at the end of the day, the league is looking at like, all right, if we want to compete at the highest level, we got to have someone to mark, you know, to guard the seven-footer. And Mitch Mitch has a good case because Mitch is fast. He can, he's he blocked Kevin Durant. He's blocking yeah. guys in, in the perimeter. Yo, Mitch, Mitch got it. Mitch got the leverage. I, I can't front, man. Mitch got the leverage. <laughs> Mitch got mm-hmm. the leverage for sure. Cause he's unrestricted. Yeah. Leon Rose had it last year. He could have while, while Mitch was restricted, he could have just, you know, do something his way, but they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So Mitch right now got all the leverage. Everything is is in Mitch's favor. I mean, we see we seen his uncle even uh, got on social media talking about he loves the Knicks, but you know he he believes centers should have a bigger role on the offense, and he can't wait to get his nephew out of there. That's exactly what his uncle said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basketball isn't the offenses in basketball don't really evolve around the center anymore. They haven't in a long time either. I don't even remember the last team that had one. Besides, obviously, like my teams do now, like Jokic and Embiid. But they, I don't recall the time, the last time a team had a center who was average or above average, not the best in the league, in the offense evolved around him. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're asking for the offense to be involved around them. But I feel like maybe that's run, just old basketball. Yeah, so maybe maybe run more plays for Mitch. I think that's what him and his uncle kind of mean. But at the I end of the mind, day, I mean, getting them ball in the paint, I mean, he has the right matchup. He's he's disgusting. Like you see him tonight against an unathletic Vujovic. Yeah, but the thing is, do we have a point guard to get Mitch the ball in that position? That's been the problem since the whole time he's been on the Knicks. There's never been a point guard to get him the ball in his spots. Maybe off that pick and roll alley hoop. There's not really a guy to where Mitch could be like, yo, throw it up. You see me making that cut. Like, there's no really there's no guy to communicate on that type of level. Like RJ don't have that vision, quickly don't have that vision. They're in, and that's that's they're out of position with that. That's not what that's not their thing. That's what I'm saying. If Leon Rose don't solve this point guard issue this summer. He in trouble. 
you gotta resolve that shit. Even if it means yeah, they definitely need a point guard. Yeah, even even if it means they give away a couple guys that the fan base like, we got we got to solve that. Like if, if Cam, I don't think Derrick Rose is going to be there next year either. Why you think they're going to trade him? I don't know. Uh, it's hard, man. He got these new guys coming out. I don't think he's going to be there. I think quickly. I don't know if he's a starting point guard, but. With Derrick Rose there, he won't be able to shine. So, I don't think that Rose is going to be there next year. And now I feel like they have no choice but to but to hold on to him because the free agent landscape is not that crazy. Yeah, they was liking this guy on Brunson, but I don't see the big deal about him. Yeah. That's who they're trying to target in free agency. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Honestly, I gotta look up how the money's gonna work out with that because the Knicks, the Knicks got the Knicks been spending some money as of late, and I feel like if we get Brunson, there is no Mitch. Yeah, well, I don't know what they Brunson ain't. He's not worth. I don't know what he's worth. I don't know what the the Mavericks is paying them now. So, um, he's gonna be a free agent. So I don't think he's. I don't know what he's worth, really. I'm not. I don't want the Knicks to give up too much for him. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't even know. I've been, I haven't really heard a lot of interest in Brunson as of late. I don't know if he, his stats started going down. I don't really know what's going on with Dallas. But you're right. There, there was a lot of talks of that in the beginning of the season. Yeah, or in, in the, the beginning, yeah. But now that shit is just dead. It's crickets. Yeah, since Dinwiddie got there, yeah. Oh yeah, I, don't I forgot know about that. Like Dinwiddie either. I forgot about that. Dinwiddie is over there. Yeah, he's injury prone. Since Dinwiddie got there, you ain't hear nothing about Brunson. So let me ask you a question: Br- Brunson or Dinwiddie starts? Uh I think Dinwiddie starts for sure. Yeah. Oh damn! Yo, if that's Dinwiddie the case. Starts. Why would they make a... But I'd be thinking, like, why would they make a trade to put someone in front of Brunson? Yeah, his father played with the team. His father worked with the team. He got ties. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the Knicks. I'm talking about Dallas. Why would they trade for someone to get in the way of him right now? Unless unless they have no intentions of resigning him. Exactly. Well, you know how his career goes in the offseason. You know how it goes, man. Players, they're looking for the right fit in the payday. Yeah, he already said that. He's looking for a payday. I know that, Brunson. Yeah, I'm sitting here watching this game, man. The Knicks came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely came back led by Burks. Mr. Yeah. Fourth quarter Burks. But you, yeah, you know- these, these people is, is down on Burks. I don't, I'm not down on him, man. He's... he's it's a coach say play point guard for me. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I'm not really necessarily down on Burks. It's just that I know that Tibbs is playing him completely out of position. At, yeah, he's at, out of position for sure. Completely. Starting point guard? Nah. That he's holding his sense. own, though. I mean, he ain't no Magic Johnson, but he's holding his own to me. He take advantage of them little point guards, though. Yeah, but 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 that's not gonna last that long. Yeah, 
Yeah, that could work every once in a while. You you, you know, you kind of have it like a, a random punch. You know what I'm saying? Like surprise the team. Okay, Burks is right in the starting lineup, but Burks off the bench, we're going to play in f- like almost 35 minutes. But to do that all the time, it's like, nah, he's going to run out of tricks and gas. Yeah, Burks ain't complaining, though. Burks is not complaining. Quickly, is he a starting point guard? That's the question. Nah, he's really not. And you know you know what's crazy? Just the Knicks having all these injuries and having to play the young guys, it kind of exposes Tibbs, like, what he really has. Tibbs kind of, his hand is forced to play the young guys. And the fans, you know, of course, going to be critiquing Tibbs on his roster moves. But I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a really, it's real tricky. I just think... You know, quickly is the is a combo guard. You know, he's not he's not tall enough to be a shooting guard, but he doesn't facilitate well enough to be a point guard. He's like right in the middle. He's in that purgatory. For, yeah, he's for, a for tweener. Guards. Yeah, that's the worst for guards, man. <laughs> Especially being a tweener and you and you too small. Damn. Yeah, he's a tweener, but I like him. I like his I like his guts. I like I like quickly. Yeah, he's going like to get bigger. And with, I mean, with muscles, he's going to get stronger. Right now, Burks is much stronger than him. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Burks, yeah, Burks, Burks has been in the league for a minute, though. Oh yeah, well, yeah, he's a 12 year vet. That's, I mean, people don't like this about Tibbs, but I like it about him. Tibbs is going to go with what he knows. Damn, and he's going to go with the vets. That's not going to make no mistakes. Few mistakes. That's the veteran. He's going to go with the veterans. That's. I heard some people say on this um on this chat that he's not a a coach that developed young talent. He's not. He's going to go with veterans. You give him a veteran team, and and he's going to do what he do with them. But let me ask you a question, right? Since since that's the case, right? Then right. then then does he match with Leon Rose, who keeps getting young guys like Obi, you know, Cam Reddish? Does that? You know the way the way Leon Rose is making moves. Does that match up with Tibbs? Because that's that's where a lot of the fan base is confused about. It's like, yo, we keep getting these young guys, but Tibbs he's going to Taj Gibson every night. What's up with that? <laughs> Taj, Taj is a veteran. Taj ain't gonna make that many mistakes. Nah, nah. He's gonna go where they know. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we all love it Taj. Don't, it don't mix. Yeah, it, it just don't mix. mix. We all love Taj, but. Like, what are we doing here? We're like one foot. We're 50% in with the young guys and 50% in with the vets. We keep resigning guys. Nerlens Noel, Taj. Like, what are we doing? Burks? Or, you know, and then we make a trade for Cam Reddish. None of this shit makes sense. Yeah, it don't make no sense. Yeah, well, Taj ain't going to be there next year. Noel ain't going to be there next year. Um, One person I do think is going to be there next year is um Burks. Nah, I think Burks and Noel come back next year. I don't think their third oh, Noel, year. Noel, he's he get hurt. You touch him, he's hurt. Yeah, I don't think his third year is guaranteed. Him and Burks, I don't think their third year, but their second year is guaranteed. Oh, they, yeah, well, they both might be tradable pieces next year. Teams might be interested in trading for them with the team option. I heard people them. want Noel. I don't know why. The people teams want Noel. Nah, he's a he's a good rim protector because he saved us last last season when, when Mitch kept getting injured. Remember, Mitch got injured twice. He came back from injury, then he got re-injured like two games in. And and Nerlens Noel, he he saved us, man. He was making 
a lot of blocks. He was starting. He was doing his thing. He was. He was. He was. You guarantee that. Yeah, he did. He did have some blocks. But, yeah, but his offensive skills is limited. Yeah, it's limited. But I see that they got Jericho Sims as an insurance policy. Yeah, his offensive skills is limited. But if he got it, he got to go to my man, um, the Dream Camp this year and get some moves. Who who are you talking about? Um, Sims. <laughs> oh yeah, Sims. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely gonna need more post moves. Definitely, man. He can jump up there, slam it, rebound. I never see him shoot, shoot a jump shot. You can hook it, but when you down low like that, you don't need no jump shot. Nah, you don't. You don't. But you know, in order for the Knicks to be more effective and spread out the floor, man, we wouldn't mind that shit. Yeah, most centers who what centers shoot jump shots? Vucevic. Yeah, we got we we got to update the offense a little bit. We got to tweak it a little bit to catch up to the rest of the league. Space out yeah. the floor so RJ and Randall could cook. Joke it. All them big guys shoot jump shots. Yes, sir. Embiid. I just named four centers that shoot jump shots. And what's crazy about Embiid, he he, he kind of looked like he's old school, but he his yeah. game is completely new. This, this guy is playing point guard at times, shooting threes. You know, Embiid kind of does everything. Yeah, well, if the Knicks want that type of center, I don't think they want, they don't need that type of center now. Nah, and beating beat and Jokic, man, that's that's one of one, man. Those guys are rare. You're not yeah. finding that. You are not finding that in the league. Not like that. That's what makes the league interesting because you keep he- hearing the analytics guys talk about centers is irrelevant. But I think after this season is done, you're about to see back to back MVPs on two different teams and they're both being centers. Well, I don't I don't know who's in the league now. It's, it's, it's pretty much between Jokic and um, Embiid right now for the MVP. Oh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, definitely. Jokic and Embiid. Yeah, it's, it's between them two. But um, just like Shaq, Shaq told both of them, listen, get the, if Embiid just stay down low, he'll be he'll be dominant. Well, that Shaq was the dominant center I ever saw. I never seen him shoot a jump shot in my life. Yeah. All his points was down low. That's yeah. how he wants. That's how a traditional center supposed to play. But the NBA is not traditional no more. Nah, not even. I think. I think last night or the night before, Jokic put up like twenty eight, thirteen, nah. like seven, and he shot eighty two percent. I was like, how the fuck are you supposed to stop that? Yeah, they they should come out the East. No, I'm I'm talking about Jokic and um. Oh, Jokic, yeah. Oh. My bag, yeah. He shot eighty two percent, man. No, eighty seven percent. I was like, shit. Yo, that's that is the best second quarter performance we've ever put on in the history of New York. That is the best second quarter performance I've ever seen this team put on. Nigga, they oh. came back. They up fifty three fifty. Nah, but they was cooking this quarter. I was I was looking at it. Almost everything went in. Yeah, Yo, I was looking at different. it too. Yo, especially Alec Burks, bro, like that man, them men, them dudes was cooking. Alec Burks and RJ was cooking. Mitch was cooking like. Damn. Mitch, Mitch almost got a double double by half. For real. Yeah, but this is the third wow. quarter where we get the letdown, though. Yeah, the energy got to be correct. Come yeah. correct. If we can keep the same energy going into the third quarter, I'm pretty sure we got a chance at winning this game. 
If we can keep yeah. that same energy going into the third quarter, we got a chance at winning. Yeah, that's sometimes where they fall. They fall. Excuse me. They fall. Um, Tibbs too with the rotation. Yeah, of course. He takes out guys that be cooking and put put them on the bench. Yeah, like, and that's what it me about his coaching always. Like, like if you, I, I promise you, if we left Emmanuel quickly in there for a little bit longer, we would have been up by way more right now. Yeah. Let me see. Quickly. But you ever noticed that when quickly in the game? Opposing point guard, they try to run them more fix or post them. For real? Yeah, I forgot who cooked quickly. They tried to blame it on Randall. Ooh, I forgot what game was that. Man, that's almost every game, Randall and quickly barking at each other, man. Yeah, well. I mean, Randall is the veteran. There's just a lot of Randall haters, but I like Randall. Now, nah, yeah, me too. We, we need somebody like him on the squad. I, I like Randall. The way that I see it is that Randall is so used to playing point power forward right now. Right? He's so used to playing point forward is that he's wanting to get all the touches of the ball. And nah, quickly, I don't think so. And quickly trying to play, like, quickly trying to prove himself as a point is out here and making sure that he gets some touches too. And that's where the conflict arises. Yeah, but, but quickly be like, taking reckless I, shots, though. At times, he be taking reckless shots. Yeah. yeah, but like somebody said, when we get a point guard that can direct people in their right position, you won't see Randall bringing the ball up no more. Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, and when and when Tibbs grows his imagination offensively, yo, you won't see that shit happening. Cause sometimes, yeah, yeah. yo, Tibbs be like, yo, he lack so much imagination. He be having Obi just camping at the three. I'm just yeah, saying, that's why? Be off because yeah. Obi is more of a mid range. Obi's more of a mid range in paint type of dude. And, and a transition dude. He mad fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why is he just standing there over there in the corner waiting for the ball? Like, well, he hit. I think he hit like two or three today. Yeah, he hit two or three today, but like. Yeah. That's not his like game. Most other times, most other times, it's like a 75, 25 that he's going to miss it. Yeah. Yeah, then, that's why he needs a point guard, too. When Derrick yeah. Rose came, he said, I'll, I'll give it to him. Derrick Rose was looking for yeah, looking D- for Obi. Yeah, D. Rose looks and finds people who's open before he takes yeah. a shot. Yeah, the Knicks' problem is the point guard. It's always been a point guard. That was they all... all that was their main problem, man. Since I watched them, always was a point guard. Yo, listen, right? This upcoming draft, right? I'm I'm still shaky about us making the play-in, so I'm having high hopes for the lottery right now, right? But if we do somehow manage to sneak our way into the top five picks, if we do not draft a point guard, I'm gonna be so pissed off. There's I'm no other direction to go. What other direction is there to go? Yeah, but it when depends. Was, it depends. The point guard is available. About drafting another forward, and I was like, "What you? Get, what we need another power forward for? Like, what? What we need another forward for?" No, we got we got my man, um, Reddish. They don't need no more Obi. forwards. Nah, Obi. nah, Reddish, Reddish, Reddish is a small forward at most. Yeah, we got Reddish. Like, nah, we got small forward. For, like, we got all these forwards already. What more? What more forwards do we need? Like, are we just building a team of forwards at this point? 
It depends if, if there's a guard available. I don't know if there's a there's a point guard available at number eight or seven. There should be because um this year's draft this year's draft is gonna be revolving more around like power forwards, centers, small forwards. So it's gonna be so you just gonna see like point guards slip through the cracks a little bit. Right? So if we manage to get like a top five pick and there's still a really good point guard on the um on the board, we're gonna have to pick him. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like the fact that Halliburton, I'm not saying the Knicks should have got him, but it didn't seem like it didn't take that much to get him. I felt like, you know, we have enough draft picks and shit to make a move, not to get him, but to get somebody else. Like let's Yo. just package some shit. Yeah, listen, right? With the talent with the Halliburton thing, right? The way I see it is that the Kings did that completely under the radar. So like nobody knew what was going on. Nobody could really make any offers. Right, nobody really offered anything for Halliburton because we all thought he was untouchable for the, for the Kings. It's the same shit with CJ and the um, Blazers. Nobody knew that CJ was going to get on the block. Nah, the, the Knicks offered Evan for CJ. Believe it or not, they offered Evan and, and a first round pick for CJ. Ah, uh, you know, you know the Blazers value CJ more than that. We all know that. Yeah, they wasn't giving up Evan. <laughs> they wasn't taking Evan for a name. Yeah, in that first round pick, if we, gave, if we gave them like Randall. We gave them Randall in the first round. We might have gotten CJ, but nah, they they wasn't gonna take that. It's the money. I think they're trying to dump money over there. It's a money thing. They're trying to dump dump yeah, some, some of that cash. If they really trying to dump money, then they would have gotten rid of Dame. And I don't think that they're trying to do that. I think what they're trying to do right now is build around Dame. Yeah, that, but in order to build around him, they need more cap. Because remember, a lot of yeah, players on that right. squad, they got they're taking up a lot of cap space. Yeah, it's just beyond just Dame and CJ. I don't yeah, know the, well, the league right now. It's like, always been a point guard. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Like right now, it's like who who the hell's gonna bitch and want out? Because that's the only way we're gonna get a top tier or at least a point guard that's polished. All the other yeah, options say true, we're gonna we're gonna, we like, gonna draft someone, a player. Yeah, if someone wants out of New York, then we gonna have to start looking for people to trade them for. Definitely during the soft season. And Mitch is on. Mitch is gonna be. Mitch is gonna be like. You could touch free agency this year, so. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, man. Nick Mitch, he he can test the borders, right? Yeah, I'm praying that he don't leave. But if he does end up leaving, then he could possibly get something real valuable back for that. Nah, Knicks Knicks have no leverage, man. Mitch is unrestricted. They had all the leverage last summer, and they didn't they didn't flex it. So it's on it's on Leon Rose, man. He got to figure it out. He's supposed to be one of the big dogs, man. They went out and got him in World Wide West. We hear that they know everybody. So call up, you know, call up some people on the phones, get some deals done. That's why they're here. For real. Yeah, we're not, you know, they're not here to rebuild, man. They're here to like land people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's why when everybody talking about the draft, I'm like, ah, I don't know. If these guys are here to keep drafting. Nah, this year, right, this year isn't this year, right? We should take the we should take our chance, but we're not going. We not it's not going to have to be like a revolve around the draft. Revolve around draft was in 2019 when we got RJ. Once we got RJ, that was the time to okay. We gonna have to build off around him for the next few summer for the next few summers. They neglected to do that, and they just kept getting people for um Randall things like that. D Rose got injured, so they had to force Alec Burks and Rand- and Randall to play point. So like 
if there's any time to start building around the young guys, like any time to start getting like young guys, good looks and things, get a point guard that can do this. Now is that time. Facts. Because if we wait, if we wait another season, right? If we go into next season with the same way that we roll it right now, even if we do keep our good players like Mitch, um, even if we do keep like Mitch Quick and um, RJ Randall, if we keep all those guys, if we go into next season looking like this, we definitely gonna we definitely gonna be another lottery team next year. Hell yeah, and, and that shit gonna implode like Will Smith, man. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, but um. If we keep, I don't think like that. We gonna we go what West and them guys. They gonna do something. Now nah, listen, if if we don't right, if we don't get rid of Tom Thibodeau by the next two seasons, I'm gonna pull a Will Smith on Leon Rose. <laughs> I think James Dolan might do that. No, nah, oh, they think... just signed Alvarado to a multi-year contract. Wait, that that dude that's number fifteen on the bench. No, no, I ain't even talking about the Knicks. I mean, it's due for the Pelicans. Jose Alvarado. Oh, the, the dude from Uptown. Oh, he played, he played for Christ the King. Oh, Christ yeah, the King yeah, yeah. in New York. Yo, he was balling when he came Madison. to the Garden. Ooh, he was balling, man. I was like, what the fuck? They, the Pelicans just signed him to a multi-year contract. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I mean, he's a hustle type too, but he's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just... A, he's a point guard, but he was out there. The Knicks could have got him, too, if he went to free agency. But the Pelicans signed, just signed him. See, but that's the thing, though. He's shining in the Pelicans. I don't think he would have got that same shine and opportunity on the Knicks roster. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, he I played like he was... a Nick to me. He played hard. Nah, he he played like a New Yorker. He had like he yeah. played like he played in a park. He's from that New was York. He's from the Bronx. Yeah, he had handles like he played in a park that was mad windy. <laughs> yeah, he's from the Bronx, man. He played the Christy King. I mean, yeah, but I feel like I feel like he would have gotten the same shot in New York. But hey, G H they on. Nah, how? Yeah. Wait, hold up. How 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 is that possible? Tell me, whose minutes is he eating up? Hmm? Well, uh, yeah, look, well, look, 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 look. right. The reason why I said that is because, like, right now we suffer with a point guard, right? Alvarado is out here balling like an actual point guard that the Knicks really need because he cuts in, gets in there, he also gets looks for his teammates, right? Right now, what we need is someone who can get good assists, good looks, and take good shots. Jose out there doing that same thing. So, if we could get, so if we was able to get him in New York. He would have, right? He may have, he may have not had that many minutes, but in the time that he's actually on the court, he would have shined crazy, like, like, real differently, like. Nah, I don't yeah, know, man. Hard, me, though. me, I'm, like you said, who minutes he was going to take? Yeah, I feel like Tibbs would have been like, listen, go, go sit at the end of the bench with the rest of the young guys, man. <laughs> not giving him all that money, but I'm saying the the, the point guard the Knicks get is going to be a starter. Has to be. Shit, it's going to be a starter. It can't be nobody to sit on the bench. At this point, I'll take Raymond Felton, man. Fuck. <laughs> Felton. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what he's doing now. Bro, if we get a good point guard and Thibodeau puts him on the bench, bro, I'm well smitten him, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. That's not going to happen. The nah. next get the point guard in free agency is going to be a starter. 
And that's gonna that's gonna delay quickly development too. Yeah, but it shouldn't affect quickly because he's getting like twenty five minutes to thirty off. Yeah, the he's bench. getting minutes. You're right. Like, yeah, quickly getting minutes off the bench. He's in the second rotation. Yeah, it's it's, it's Kimball Walker's minutes that are gonna get eaten up. Walker ain't being there next year. Yeah, yo, apparently, apparently the Knicks signed him. Like he locked in for next year. Oh my he God. is. Yeah, he's locked in for next year again. Listen, but, I, listen, I love Kemba, but he needs to go somewhere else. Man. Nah, he's gone. He's dead. He, he, his knees, they, they already saying his knees is done. Yeah, Kemba's knees is done, bro. Yeah, it's so done, but, like, I don't think I don't think the Knicks want to pay him out. They're going to buy him out, man. Nah, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. You buy him out, then his contract stays in the books for, like, two more seasons. There's no reason to do that. Like, after next year, we can get rid of him. I don't know, but the word around the league is his knees is, is done. Yeah, the Celtics wore that man's knees all the way out. Celtics got rid of him quick. Now, listen, the Celtics be wearing players out and just trading him off. Like, they did that same shit with IT, too. Yo, but let me ask that question. Y'all don't think Michael Jordan knew his knees was fucked up because he refused to pay him? Probably did. His best years was with, with, with Charlotte. Yeah. Jordan didn't want to pay him that season. He let him walk. For nothing Yeah So I'm like What the fuck did he know And, and Kimber Kimber was coming off Of All Star I think All Star season Yeah he Yeah he well, definitely Was coming off All Star season He was injured goods Nah but the Celtics Is who had him For the longest though Wasn't it Nah Celtics had him how Three long years played With Charlotte though Nah, he, he he was with Charlotte for like eight, ten years. Yeah. And then he went to the Celtics for like two and a half, but I feel like Jordan... But it was, but it was on the Celtics where the injuries started becoming the dominant. Nah, yo, to believe it or not, I think the injuries was was already there, man. It just got worse when he got there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, the injuries were already there, but they got, they got more predominant when he was on the Celtics. Like... Shit. But I don't know. Did they did they scope his knees? Did he have an ACL? What he had? I think I think I think his cartilage around his knees is cooked. It's like it's not even there. Or some shit. Yeah, it was arthritis. Damn, oh, arthritis. Man. Yeah, osteoarthritis. Yo, Tracy Morgan gonna be tight when he see Kimber Walker not playing <laughs> next season. <laughs> oh shit. Well, Woody Carlo had that in his knees too, right? Tracy McGrady. Yeah. I thought Tracy McGrady oh, had back problems. I think it was his knees. I'm not sure. Yeah, he had knee and gotta, back gotta research that. All right, listen, I'm gonna mute my mic because he's back on, but definitely after the third quarter, I'm gonna start talking again. All right, I bet. But yeah. yo, that's crazy. Tracy McGrady had knees and back problems. That's that's some unlucky shit. Yeah, the knees is the first. Who else had knee problems after a promising career? The point guard I for think uh, Allen, the Blazers. Allen Houston, his knees went too. Yeah, yeah. And the point guard for the Blazers. What's his name? Brandon Roy? Brandon Roy. Knee, yeah. Yo, that dude. He was, wrong. he was on bone on bone. Yo, that dude was nasty. Oh, my God. That was like the original Dame, except he could play D. Yeah, the knees is, once your knees go, man, you see them guys on the bench with big ice packs. Oh, he banked that in. Yo, how is DeRozan cooking this season? Yo, DeRozan, he gets you on that pump fake. <laughs> oh, 
But he always cooked the Knicks, but he ain't doing nothing yet. He was in the running for the MVP in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I guess the, the Bulls ran out of gas. But they, the Bulls, I don't know what position they in, but they playing for something. Uh, let me look it up. I think they fell down to, like, number seven. Oh, yeah, they playing for something now. Yeah, because you remember... I heard Clyde you, say it. They playing for something. Yeah, because remember when Caruso got, um... Some player had, um... Did a stupid foul on Caruso. Caruso's out for, like, two months or, like, a month. And the Bulls started... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that Caruso foul. Somebody... But, God, it was a big thing. Yeah, and then uh, I don't see... I don't see... Uh, was it? Lamel, not, not Lamelo Ball. The other ball brother. Yeah, he's hurt, too. Fuck, man. They all got the same fucking names. I don't even know. LeVar. Le- is that... No, LeVar Ball? He's LeVar. One of them balls. The boy, you yeah. had it right the first time. The ball brothers. Yeah, pass man. it, Randall. Oh, he ain't pass. He can make the shot. Yo, I wish the Knicks got Caruso, man. Caruso's a hustler. Yo, my man looked like he just got off the train and he mad angry. He's about to come play in the garden. Like, MSG would have loved Caruso. Yeah, you got to be a Nick player. I mean, it's not many people that play in the NBA can play, play in New York, period. Yeah, I, I feel like as a Nick fans, we have to Mo change that narrative, to. though. We got to change that because I feel like that scares off a lot of players. I mean, New York is a tough place to play, bottom line. Yo, but so is Philly. James Harden about to figure that out. Yeah, Philly. Definitely. Yo, I thought Definitely. James Harden was wilding. I was like, man, get the fuck out of the East Coast, man. You're not, you're not, you're not really trying to play out here. He's trying to win the ring. That's all he's trying to do. Yeah, but Philly, Philly's worse to me. Philly, Philly's worse than New York. Like when you suck, they od. Oh yeah, they're gonna let you know. And they J- definitely let you know. It's funny because James Harden right now he's been sucking. He's not. He's not like a top ten player in the league. Not his his stats and the way he's been performing. He's not top ten. Yeah, I don't know how he got all them points. He's up there, right? Nah, not even. Like apparently, since he got to Philly, man, he's been reverting to what he did in Brooklyn that first year. Just sort of looking like the third wheel. <clears throat> Well, they was talking a lot of garbage. Him and OB, him and MB together. They should come out the East. Man, I'm telling you, by the, that that the end of that relationship, Embiid and Harden gonna be beefing. I guarantee you that. Yup, <laughs> yup, yup. By the end of that relationship, they're gonna be beefing, man. I see, I see the type of person Embiid is, and and Harden be mad snakeish. I'm telling you, by the end of that shit, because everyone that Harden team up with got beef. Uh, Melo, uh, CP3, Dwight Howard, fucking even now the Kevin Durant, Kyrie, like shit, man, this guy, man. Nah, and and B loves that beef shit. Why watch when they start losing and B gonna start talking? Yo, I remember him and Cat got tossed and he was hyping the entire crowd over. Yup, and B be getting off on that shit. James Harden be talking in code, but and B don't be like that. And B be on that like I'm African, and then he gonna be like telling his feelings. And B don't play that shit, man. <clears throat> Even the well, Ben Simmons this shit. This is James Harden third team, third team, right? Yup. No. Four. 
Yeah, four. it feels like it. Yeah. You got OKC, Houston, Houston, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Fourth. Yeah, it's fourth. I'm telling you, Kyrie gonna beat his ass. When they go one on one, Kyrie's like, yeah, the analytic niggas love you, but watch, I'm gonna destroy you. Yeah, Kyrie yeah, can destroy, can destroy anybody one on one. Cause last time, cause last time, like Kyrie had someone who took all, took most of the touches and played selfish. Kyrie left the team immediately. Like, yeah, happened with the Cavs, and he went to the Celtics. Celtics fans was being toxic as hell. He left there, came to New York. Now he balling out. Yeah, Kyrie. I'm telling you, Kyrie's that dude. The media don't like him because he left Boston, which most of the NBA media is in Boston, and then he left. They're booting LeBron. That's why they don't like him. There's another reason they don't like him. He ain't take the vaccine. Uh, Oh, he ain't take the vaccine? That was a holy trinity right there. They hate that motherfucker. People, firemen and other police officers got fired. Lost their job. Nurses and stuff like that. And he ain't take it. Yo, Kyrie was out of The Republicans love him. Nah, Kyrie really went from... Kyrie, Kyrie really went from the Cavaliers darling boy to the um, NBA super villain bro like, that man on super villain arc right now like I'm telling you man Ky- Kyrie said fuck your vaccination I'm, I'm gonna take some Vicks and show up to the Barclays Center <laughs> I could've did the same thing man I know I know my job wouldn't have fired me but they was talking like that. oh you gotta take it oh you can't come to work it was like yo you taking this or you not playing he was like guess I'm not playing <laughs> Yeah, he, he stuck won. to he his won. guns. Yeah, he, he stuck won. to his guns. But he had the money to stick to his guns, right? Nah, he wasn't getting yeah. paid. He lost money. Oh, you know? I respect Kyrie for that because yeah, no, man. no, nobody else would have done that. Like, if they did that, they would have lost their job. Kyrie was like, yo, I'm not taking this shot regardless of if y'all let me play or not. They was like, all right, cool. We'll just let you play all the games outside of New York. You know, it's like, fine with that. Still not taking the damn shot. Kyrie made the mayor look stupid. At the end of the day, he completely made that nigga look stupid. Dude really said, dude really said, I know it might not make sense, but we can't allow performance and um, athletes to not not be put to play without the vaccine. And and a week later, he takes it out. Like, once once he took it out, he made himself look dumb. Yeah, and then Kyrie was like, okay, so you want to lift the vaccine mandate for everyone, but DeRozan really tried to slam on Mitch. He tried. (laughs) Oh, I, I missed that. <laughs> he tried. Mitch wasn't going for it. No, not today. He looked like he hurt himself too. Oh my God, well, Mitch is mad fucking fragile. Yeah, just fragile. a little bit, a little twitch. Yo, Mitch got to take like ballerina lessons or some shit from Dennis Rodman or something. He he get tired too think quick. He's light though. on his feet, man. Mitch is very light on his feet. So, so what's the issue? problem is he, is he get he get gasped too too quick. It's them small ass feet, man. <laughs> <laughs> he get tired, man. You look at him, you say he look always tired. His body not proportional. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen, right? If we could get Mitch, if we can get Dennis Rodman to be the defensive coach, that's nice. Nah, if if, if that happened, he taking the players to Vegas, Mitch man. Bro, look at oh, get up, get up! Like, bro, you never, bro. I wonder is Latrell Sprewell working with with them? Come on, Alex. 
on the Charles Freeway, I was in, in celebrity role almost on at every Nick game. Yo, yeah, that, that means that means they're paying him, man, they so he can feed his fire, family. Man. They're paying him yeah, so he see? can feed his family. And he had some great drop steps too, man. Latrell was beautiful with his moves. He was ferocious, yeah. aggressive. Like, yeah, you get a lot of chances in the NBA. Look, it, look Latrell choked his coach. <laughs> I loved it. George Carl, right? <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't called Commissimo. Who, who was it? Who was it? Commissimo, what his name is. Oh, I thought it was George Carl he choked. No, it was Colomissimo, Colissimo, whatever his name is. Oh, okay. I was so young then. I yeah, PJ Carlissimo, I think his name is. Okay. Yeah. Pete, Peter. What, what's his first name? Um, I don't know his first I name. Just, it's, it's I forgot his first. You can you can Google it, Commissimo. Yeah, well, he sounded like one of those coaches that always coached the T Wolves or Sacramento Kings. Yeah, he was a screamer, but I guess he. Sprewell got tired of him screaming at him. Yeah. Yo, imagine Sprewell and fucking Stan Van Gundy in the same room screaming. Because Stan loves screaming. Oh, Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, he's a screamer too. <laughs> Yo, my man is always shook. Any any fucking two, last two minutes of a basketball game, look at Stan Van Gundy. My man's going crazy on the sideline. No composure. His flopping ass. You know who never yeah, but reacted? His brother is more common than him. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff just be looking Van Gundy stressed. That's it. Is Lonzo Ball done for the year? I don't think so. I don't so. know. He ain't played yet. How many saying, games he missed? Like 40? Yeah, they, they said six to eight weeks, but it's been longer than that. And that was six to eight weeks. That was oh. three months ago, they said. <laughs> so... Alec versus cooking right now. <sighs> Did you hear what Alex said in the post game last game? What did he say? He said, um, teams hit streaks at different times. It's just our time right now. So, I mean, that made a lot of sense. <laughs> I can jump on. Yeah. Ooh. Lucevic just right. threw a foul. Oh, he called a foul, you bitch. He got it both times. I don't know where the foul was what at. What are they looking at? Who's this non-athletic ass? They're probably looking at the fact that Mitch uh, fell for the pump fake. They never give young Nick players calls at all. Nah, they don't. They, got, you get, they don't give them them veteran calls. Oh, y'all want to know some bullshit, though? Yo, you see all these tough shots that Barrett is putting up nowadays and everything, bro? Like when we was going on that when we was going on that um thing when we blew like mad twenty eight point leads right, right um R J was out here getting body pummeled and everything in the paint and nobody was calling it at all. Yeah, he's getting calls now. That's what you're yeah, getting calls now, but it was like damn, like who paid the refs off? Like I think they just started seeing the evolution of his game and R J started seeing he was getting a little bit more calls when he was driving, so he's doing it more now. Which yeah. is good, and he's finally converting his free throws, which is better. Yeah, and quickly out here playing like James Harden right now. Oh, yeah, quickly, quickly, started. confidence is on ten right now. We need to keep yeah. his confidence high. As long as his confidence high, he's fine. He's going to play well. Yeah, they, they forgetting Barry got that left hand. That's what it is. Yeah, and that man, and quickly drawing fouls like he's twenty eighteen Harden. Like, yeah. 
Like, I just believe that we could get us a point guard on this all season. <laughs> Fournier is so clumsy, bro. <laughs> we just need Fournier to shoot outside. That's what when, we need. When, front, when Fournier runs, the back of his heels always kicks his ass. Like, he's just clumsy, bro. <laughs> Yo, you stupid. <laughs> he run like he in a cartoon, bro. It's just hilarious to me. Yeah, man. Well, he can shoot, though. That's he all he needs to do. He don't need to be bringing shoot. the ball up. <laughs> he's just finding spots on the floor and shoots. Yo, Burks is on that. I got five stars. Like, I'm on Grand Theft Auto right now. He's on fire. There you go. Mix another rebound. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's a Burks night tonight. It's a Burks night. I need Julius to, to get in the lab this summer and um, start back doing his 20, 2020 playing and put Kobe in his ear all summer. Yeah, well, but I think I think um, nice shot. I do best best is the bully ball. He needs to get down low. He does. He he he's, he he works well down there. Yeah, but once again, he needs somebody to set him up to get him the ball while he's down there. That's where we need Correct. that point guard to get uh-huh. fixed. And I do see him and RJ. They can be a one-two punch here. We we de- we definitely need a uh, get up there. They're uh, they gonna call him a technical. I mean, he got fouled, but relax, he's kind of a little out of control. RJ. <laughs> so RJ is rightfully mad, bro. Like I don't even care that he got the tech, bro. You rightfully mad for that. Yeah, yeah they, they got hit him on the hand. Yeah, they should have called that. But I don't want him to get thrown out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, he's not Draymond Green. He ain't gonna get thrown out. That's a bullshit, bro. Like he said, call was... the fucking foul. Man. Yeah, like come on. That's, oh, that's unusual for him, though. That's unusual for him to go to scream like that. At least Barrett let him know. Don't try that shit again. See, this is with Randall giving up the ball. We need a point guard there. That's where he belong, right there. Oh, good. That pass was fucked up. Yeah. Oh my God. We only got one Nick on break. Aye, aye. Oh my God. Jeez. Randall got to be a little bit more alert than that, bro. He got to be aware. <laughs> yeah, that's where the point guard come in at, man. <laughs> Yo, it's happening. Now he got to put quickly in now. Yeah, he got to put quickly in. Because it's happening. We, we doing that. We doing that thing we always do that in the th- in third quarter. That that Julius, that, that, that dude, like, <laughs> Julius looked tired as hell. Get him out yeah, I'm saying, yeah, that's one thing about Thibodeau too. He'll give them, he'll give you the minutes. Oh, he get around people the minutes. He got to spread the minutes out. Bro. Oh God, here we go. Right here now, go. he should put put back in Obi in quickly. Uh, he put back in Obi in quickly. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> He should right now. Timeout. Put him in. Obi looking. Obi looking angry right now. Like he needs to be in the game right now. Come on. What is it? They still. Oh man. They don't score here, and the Bulls come down and score. 
There yeah, go quickly. They coming off the bench now. Oh, he missed. Oh, God. Can't tell me Randall don't be hus- Oh. That was a complete shot like that. Oh, wow. We missing point blank shots. the hell out of point. <laughs> oh, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> the hell out of point. Wow, Randall missed that shit. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, no, Brandon needs to see coming in. Who he coming in for? Maverick. No, Brandon got to sit down. And where's Obi? Where's Obi, though? That's my question. Where is Obi at? Damn, quickly checks in instead of Obi. Yeah, like you got, like you got a two, like you got a two-man squad with um, Barrett and Randall. But once you sub out Barrett, you also got to sub out Randall. Alex Burke tonight. It's Alex Burke tonight, man. Yeah, Alex Burke is killing it tonight, bro. Yeah, he's pulling up like that. Yeah, bro, like he confident in the threes today. Yep, he's feeling he's feeling his shot tonight. Yeah, he's feeling this. Some nights is like that though, you know. Some some days you feel you feeling. I mean, look like it's an ocean out there. You can just throw it out there and it's going in. Yeah. All right, so we can, we got a chance to go up back, go back up by that. All you gotta do is make. Ah, that's two. I was a running back in college, and sometimes you you had them games where you just felt the hole, even though the hole wasn't wide enough, it felt like it was just wide open for you. Yeah. In some games you couldn't even get through hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, we'll see Derek next season. We ain't seeing him this year. I wouldn't even want him to come back for these games. Yeah, I still can't believe Jericho Sims went um 52nd overall. That is still getting befuddling to me. I must have been see see this play well. Yeah, this man different. Very different. Damn, topping just nine minutes in this game. Toppin put in a lot of work in nine minutes, man. Seven points in nine minutes. Who, Toppin? Yeah. Yeah, he's been putting in work this game. But what we need him is to come back and keep putting in that work. Yeah. Hopefully he gets hot in the fourth quarter and Tom keeps him out there. Oh, trust me, he's going to get hot in the fourth quarter. It's just a matter of time about, like, how long he's been for the fourth Yeah, the game is slowing down for Ovi. He's finding his spots. Alright, that was a bad shot by Fournier. That was a really bad shot. Yo, you know when the game slowed down for RJ when we played against the Lakers? Them crossover yeah. moves he was pulling, I was like, damn. I never seen him do that. Huh? Uh-huh, bitch. They they calling some wow. bullshit shit shit shit. What? 
Yeah, the play, he just, he never called that to the last second. Oh, wow. You're joking. But what was the, what was the tech? I don't know. Like, I didn't see nothing happen. All right, finally, Obi checking in with three minutes left to go in the third. But come on. How random got to up? Yeah, I don't even know. He probably said something to the to the guy trying to dunk, but, but did the think he was saying it to him? Yo, I swear to God, they they be they be calling the stupidest things sometimes. Oh, Deuce is back in too. Yeah. Oh. Alright, Obi going back to the free throw. I said Obi. Um quickly going back to the free throw. But nah, that's confusing to me. I still want to know what that tech was for. They had a replay. It looked like he just said something to the rest, but I don't think. Oh, okay. Call a fucking foul. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you said, said they some sensitive ass rep, bro. That seemed like a natural phrase. Call a fucking foul. That's that's a natural phrase, bro. I mean, when you playing. Yeah, the, <clears throat> the league giving the refs too much power, man. Yeah, they got too much power, bro. Oh shit! This what is this? Mercedes, what? E E. This shit is sweet. Damn. Bro, what they should do? What right? is that? E S E Q S. Yo, my man, TV screen took up the whole dashboard. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that car. That's futuristic, bro. Uh, Yo, they made I them screen got so a call big. From Mercedes Benz the other day for an interview at their corporate um, office to be a their HR manager. I was like, whoa! I, I applied for that over a year ago. But I mean, my job is getting too hectic now. I can't go nowhere. Yo, Mercedes Benz, man, you be you be you. They'll put you in on one side of those spaceships, man. Yeah, I, I told my dad. I said I'm gonna entertain them. Go through the go through the interview process and see what it is. The offer's sweet, but I'm going through an audit right now. I can't leave my company, bro. They are they'll go crazy if I left right now. <laughs> see, with the Bulls, you, it's hard to tell who's really cooking for them. I feel like any one of their players could go off in that fourth. Yeah, they can. They can. They can. They got shooters. Yeah, including their center. The center, low key. He yeah, can go he off. can. He can keep Mitch out the paint. This is where Jericho might be. He got better lateral movement. Yo, are the Knicks still paying Allen Houston? Man, he's looking fresh in Miami. Yo, isn't he? Um, he's not. He's not working with the G League no more. I don't know, man. But he, he, was like, in, he was in Miami. Allen Houston is doing something with us. He got to be a part of the organization doing something. I saw him sitting on the bench in Houston. I mean, in Miami. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. That's why I was like, God damn, we're still paying him. He's probably doing something. He's he's a, he, he got to be a contributor or, you know, a coordinator or something. He's doing something. Damn it. IQ, Mr. 
Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, there goes Vucevic, man. You don't hesitate. Take yeah, them damn threes. I think, I think the refs are um, are being a little egregious with the whistle for us tonight. Yeah, I'm surprised the Bulls are in fifth place in the East. I'm not surprised. I kind of felt they was going to come down to earth. Nah, but then they, the, two of their biggest pieces are out too. They, they yeah, but they but they dropped down a lot. I guess they they came back up. They went on a losing streak. Um, yeah, they went on a little losing streak. There was a point where they lost five in a row. I remember talking about it. Yeah, I think that's when Caruso went out when he got punched in the face or sucker punched or whatever it was. Yeah. Is Curry back? He's still out. Uh, Curry who? Stephen Curry? Yeah. I didn't even know. I heard he got hurt or some shit. What happened to him? Yeah, Marcus Smart. <laughs> Marcus Smart fell on his ankle. Damn. Damn it. He fell on his ankle and pissed off the whole league. Yeah, he did. Steve, Na- I mean Steve Nash. Steve Kerr was um up in his face. Come on, y'all. Damn. Steve Kerr's like, you done fucked up the money. <laughs> fucked up the money. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe Kerr was in, in Marcus Smart's face. Like Hell yeah. He was like, yo, I'm I'm going to make sure Adam Silver on your ass. <laughs> it's not bad, though, I don't think. But I just, uh, is he going to, I don't know if he's coming back for now or the players. Yeah, Obi's confidence is on 100 now. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you can see it as soon as he take a stride to the hoop. Who braided DeMar hair like Seeley, man? Two plaits hanging out from the side. It seems like they've been at the line a lot this third quarter, man. Chicago. Yeah, but we're both in the bonus, so we might as well keep attacking the hoop. (laughs) Well, I guess IQ was just at the line, so. This is where Tips should switch the lineup right now. Put all attackers. You know what I'm saying? All guys who attack the hoop, have them in right now while they're over the bonus. Ah, you got to put that in, bro. Watch the fake. Oh, he ain't fake. That's his money spot right there. Uh, they they bailed him out. Come on, Barrett. Damn. Man, there ain't, ain't no good point guards available, man. I think Quickly's gonna be good if he keep he keep pushing forward. I think he's been you can tell he's been working hard. Yeah, but you think he's gonna be a starter? See, that's the key right there, starter. Yeah, that's I think he can eventually get there. I don't know about next year though. But he looks better against second units. So he might be a good six. 
and these these some Knicks fans is on is on McBride. I don't see McBride. I don't see. I don't. I don't really see the big deal. He plays hard. I actually would like a taller point guard to be honest. But um, McBride' athleticism, his vertical verticality, kind of makes up for a lot of. You, you know, know the guys, boy can jump. <laughs> uh, Grimes. Grimes got a shot, but I never, I never seen Grimes put the ball on the floor and go to the hole. Grimes just got to get healthy. I'm not worried about him at all. Exactly. I, like I just say, I, I see him. He can shoot, but do we know? Could he put the ball on the floor when they close out on him? Uh, nah, the, he's, the he's more like Clay oh, Thompson, man. He's more like a Clay Thompson archetype. Spot up shooter could play good D. Yeah, that's how I see him as. Yeah, him putting the ball on the floor, that's not his thing. He could probably drop 20 points taking like four dribbles. Yeah, that's... In the NBA, you got to develop each season and work on your weak points. That's where I see Grimes need to work on. Put the ball on the floor and go to the hole. I don't know what type of pressure he exudes, but he made Tristan Thompson pass out of right, right underneath the rim. So, I mean, he definitely plays deep. <laughs> yeah, he got some quick hands, bro. But we can all agree that we can all agree that Grimes and, and Deuce McBride is not starting point guards. Oh, no. I mean, I don't even think Grimes is is that position isn't he more of a wing yeah he's like more a of a wing, wing or a two right like a two yeah. or three in between that man it's crazy Jamie Foxx in his 50s he's still young as shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it comes right back to the to the point guard we need a need a point guard man yeah that's that's number one I think if they not, if that's not on their agenda this summer, I'm gonna really question this front office. But they gotta really address that in a serious way. Yeah, that got to be number one. Yep. I mean, who's a free agent this this off season? That shit, slim pickings. Yes. I mean, I know everybody high on Jalen Bronson. I just don't want another short guy in the starting lineup like that, man. I mean, just just well, me personally. <laughs> like, I, I feel like Jalen Brunson is great for his current system, but I think the expectation as soon as he comes to the Knicks, if that were to happen, would just like I've seen that shit happen too many times. Excuse my language. Yep. I've seen that happen too many times. Now nah, you can curse. Knicks. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, where where same PBS. Know, yeah, like he doesn't have that type of type of background where it's like it you know it's not gonna phase him you know where you know his his what was it, his father played under tibbs and like i i could see that automatically being just something that gets to somebody you know like mm-hmm. i think if we really go for like a, a free not a free agent but a, like a trade going? it's gotta be somebody that's like a guarantee yeah, yeah, it's, it's still be gonna be tough. That's gonna come in and start, right? It's still gonna be tough, but like yo, we were talking about earlier with Brunson um, when they made the trade for Dinwiddie, 
we don't hear about Brunson as often ever since they made that trade. Right. And he hasn't even had that many. Like when we play the Mavs, he hasn't had good games. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I think James James P. That was you that said that, right? With Spence. Yeah. That shit. Yeah, he played. Swans are played in the Nick organization. I think his father's still with the, the G League. Yeah. Yo, RJ stepping up. There we go. Yeah, he's gaining confidence every game. Ooh, if they would have called that, I would have went off because RJ hit him. Look, they doubling them now. I love That should have been a foul. No, it wasn't. When you command a double team. A little touch pass, though, from McBride. Oh yeah, who hit that? Um, Russo. <laughs> and the homeboy is—he he ain't even fully developed yet. This dude, oh, no. <laughs> this dude look like he's related to Dominic Dawes, man. I don't know if y'all remember who she is, but this dude in the face—he look like Dominic Dawes. Oh, he's the ballerina. What was Dominique Johnson? She was a gymnast. Gymnast. Gymnast, yeah. I don't know who was the last good point guard the Knicks had. Jason? Raymond? Raymond Felton, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's Raymond Felton. The last one? That's fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. I said Jason. Jason Kidd. He was only one year, but it was it was fun, and we did something that year. But Raymond was the more constant. Yeah, Jason Kidd broke down towards the end of that season. Yeah, he did. I think that hurt our chances to go further. Yeah, Jason Kidd was on his was on his last leg. He still was. He still had us moving and shaking. Oh yeah. yeah. Developed that three. <laughs> Well, he was he was a point guard, but it was at the time when the Knicks really needed a point guard, and it only lasted for like a month. <laughs> the insanity ever. Uh, yeah, I I was never on board with that, bro. Yeah, eventually, I was, was going to get exposed. <laughs> I was on board with it, man. I was, I was, I was on board, man. For Dude, a month. All the Asian people <laughs> they had you going job, for like at least going. two weeks, <laughs> at least three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I didn't he was, was battling and, and Kobe for a minute there. <laughs> he 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 hit a hot streak, but I was saying like, I was like, you know what? I was I don't know. I probably was on my racist shit, man. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I was like, if a black guy did this, it'd just be another nigga balling. Yeah, I know because it was a. It was him. It made it yeah, a little. Yeah, it was huge, and I was just like, "Y'all, you trying to yell me in the situation?" <laughs> Out like Williams' hair. But what I did, I didn't like, they was they were saying Carmelo Anthony was jealous. Oh, he's back. Patrick Williams back. Yeah. I didn't know he was back. There we go. Number nine. Yeah, Pat Williams is back, but they they easing him back in. Once RJ get his finishing under control, he's gonna be unfucking stoppable. 
I think that they, they just forgetting he, he can finish with ease ahead. Jeez, RJ's so happy ass refs. And you can never gauge these refs in the league these days, man. Some nights they let you play hard. Some nights they like don't touch nobody. Yeah, that Pistons game was rough. I mean, they were letting them do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 ain't nineteen nineties. Can't touch no players now. Oh, he's getting the ball every time down. I'm surprised yeah, Deuce ain't get more minutes. What what yeah. Ooh. Yo, what's going on, Nick? I don't want to come on the straight hater shit, but <laughs> there's no reason <laughs> for Randall to enter Ooh. this game again. There's no reason. Nah, nah, call me hater shit, man. The vibes are right. Mitch, like, not today, nigga. Don't do that yet, man. The vibes are right. Don't bring that hater shit, man. Just hold up. (laughs) Hold on. Just wait till the end of this fourth quarter. I know. Nick, Nick, drunk ass. Don't come in that shit, bro. He always come here lit. <laughs> Yo, just just hold up on the Guinness, man. Just hold up I on know, it, right? <laughs> bro. Smoke some weed sometime, man. Relax yeah. your brain. Yo, we're up ten, man. Yeah, we're doing good. We're playing amazing. <laughs> like nine minutes left, though. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still they gotta stay hun- hungry. I like well, this group. That's the Rosen, the Rosen shot right there. Shit. I can't like the Mitch is making it harder and harder not to resign him. Uh, they put Tristan Thompson bitch ass in the game. Wow, that little ass, ass ticky tack shit is a foul, yo. <laughs> God damn. Okay, this is going to be a Tibbs moves. The seven minutes left. He's going to take OB out. Randall and oh, I miss. Yeah, you gotta finish that, RJ. He said, "Get back, get back." Damn, Kobe White putting on the moves. Uh, see, he needs to develop that shot. Remember when the Bulls fans used to say Kobe White was better than RJ? Obi get his three right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, He's definitely somebody who didn't live up to the height. Yeah. But wasn't he starting for a minute though, right? Yeah, not like first replacement. Yeah, he'd be too up and down, man. See if Burst can get back hot. Oh, they doubling, though. <laughs> you gotta shoot it now, bro. No, this is the way they struggling that. Tim's gonna bring back Randall. Next going next. 
Watch the road again with that pump fake. We just need to get a couple stops. Yeah, quickly was fouled right there. Uh, I'm out. That's his shot. Yeah, DeRozan, he gonna get in that paint. He gonna get you with that pump break. DeRozan, that shit smooth, boy. And Clyde devastating with the mid-range game. (laughs) Clyde ain't gonna never leave the Knicks. Yeah, I don't want to hit on Demar Rosen, but that shit was smooth. Yeah, Even with them killer game, fadeaways the whole yeah, season, man. Tough. He's so he's a tough. Mid-range assassin, bro. Yeah, just he's yo the whole so year tough. I've been seeing highlights of just him just killing dudes. He's having one of his, his best years of his career. Probably the best MVP conversation. Not so much now though. Yeah, Maybe he's not in the season. I think it's gonna go to Jokic. Yeah, I, I think so too. Him and, him and Embiid are neck and neck, but I think Jokic gonna gonna take it. It's this dude don't look like he can do the things he do, but he do them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. He don't look marketable. That's the only problem the league got. Not, I don't think about marketable. I'm talking about he looked like a slub out there. He, I mean, he he looked unathletic, a big dope, but exactly everything exquisite. Yep, exactly. How the how the hell the league is gonna market that? They yeah, they don't want to give him that award, that's the, man. That's the problem they had with Tim Duncan. Don't look they like the they can play ball. Issue with Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah, you can't Tim market Duncan those has guys. No personality. But but how do you feel about like the? <laughs> best player on the most winningest team type argument like Suns got 60 wins and, and Booker's been crazy and I think Boston at top of the east and, and Tatum um, he's, for the last month that guy's been like the best player in the league I was about to say to, um, Boston can fuck around and come out the east yeah so do you think Booker, Booker or Tatum will get some love in that MVP combo hell no no, nah. that, uh, no, ain't politicking enough. Tatum ain't dominating enough. Tatum may get a vote. I'm like his averages, he's up at twenty twenty eight. Yeah, but when he's you get killing when, it, but yeah, but when you're in discussion for MVP, you got to dominate for the whole year. Tatum ain't been dominating. Tatum, Tatum, recent like the last month, been going crazy, son. Ja Moran has a better case than Tatum, even with injuries, oh, as being MVP. Nah, yeah, being yeah, a higher vote. Grizzlies are 15 and 2. Nice. Come on. When Ja doesn't play. Bro. <laughs> RJ Yo. finding his points easy now. He's finding his points And fucking Jason easy. Tatum was quiet for the first four months of the year, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, they but let him cut, roll under him like that? Point. Oh, he's working on that shot. <laughs> That's his third of the game. Let's go. There you go. 
Hey, is OB the fastest player in the world? You can't get another like track record. Straight 40 yard dash. Nah. I swear he outruns everyone. They call him. Yeah, they got something against us. Like, don't leave him alone, RJ. You got a T, bro. I don't need you out. <sighs> yeah, guys, what, what do you make about Will Smith? Shit. <laughs> I've been talking about that shit all day. <laughs> I loved every moment of that shit. I, that's nah. some nigga shit. I loved it. <laughs> it was some straight nigga shit. I keep my face. wife's name out your fucking mouth. I loved it. And um, I was just tripping. It was funny to me. At first, I thought it was fake. And I then- did too. I think we all whole room until he quiet. said what he said when he said yeah. that. And when he said that, I knew it was okay. That wasn't fake. And then Chris Rock even confirmed it wasn't fake when he said, "Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me." <laughs> 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 oh, on live television, they didn't even bleep it out. He said, "Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me." But if you're Chris Rock, you can't just. I'm sorry, Miles Chris Rock. I'm, oh my we god, throw hands. Yo, they nah, yo that that award show needed that moment, man. They nobody was watching moment. that shit. Yeah, come on, Obi. They needed that moment, man. They needed that. On real, for real. I didn't even know there was Grammys last night. Like I wouldn't have known if it was with No, my, my my pops was like, "You watching the Oscars?" I was like, "No." Nah. He was like, "Turn that shit on." I was like, I'm recording it, so I can, I can catch it. He's like, no, watch that shit now. <laughs> so I went right to that part. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, Chris Rock just, just put an apology up on Twitter. Yeah, Will Smith did too. He, he apologized to Chris in, in Instagram. Thank you. Their careers right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> white people are making more out of it than black. Black people are like, that's that's a night at the barbecue with the family. That's what happened. You talk about Auntie Myrtle, you, her husband getting a little tired of you, cracking them jokes on her, and you go over there and smack hey, shit out But if, if, Will, if Will should be mad at anyone, it just was at the Oscars. Guy, um, it's that guy, August. And it's also Jada. Like those are the two people who should actually be angry. I don't want to speak on that marriage. I don't know the ring. That, that was yeah. That, that was that was different. Yeah, that was different. Chris Rock came out and said what he had to say. So say, he yeah. it in public. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's Chris Rock. Like he's not, he ain't the only guy that's ever said anything. He, he just happened to be I mean, like you can't go to every single person that said something. But when you go up on the fucking Oscars on stage, exactly, like, like the and then we don't you know we, we don't know what they're dealing with on the deal. Exactly. Like uh, people talk about them a lot, bro. Like, and we don't know what other shit is coming in. And he probably thought Chris Rock would be the last person, you know, because Chris Rock ragged on his wife at the Oscars when he hosted a couple of years ago. But what, what yeah, was your to me? Yeah, so he probably was. Um, he probably was. They holding on to that. He's talking about Jada going against the Oscars, but just Boy, like God, me man. to a Rihanna's panties, <laughs> I wasn't invited. <laughs> so <laughs> where do we go? That's where what he said about Jada. Oh 
Wait, wait, nah, nah, nah. He said some other shit. He's like, um, I didn't know she was in GI Jane too. I had to look up what the fuck is GI Jane. When I yeah, saw that, that shit, I was, Moore? I was oh, dying funny. laughing, man. That shit was <laughs> funny. That, that shit was funny, man. But, but you, you, but you have to go deeper. GI Jane, if you watch the movie, she cheated on her husband with a younger man. Oh, so, that's what it is. Yeah, I so thought it was, it was all man. of that. It was all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought Yo, Chris Rock is funny, man. I don't care, man. Yo, Will Smith deserves to smack what the I shit get, out of him. What I didn't get was, oh, Will was chuckling at the start. Like, I, I get that. Oh my! Wait, man, what'd you say? Will was chuckling. At they the let start. they let Zach Levine just cut them up like that. Hey, no, I saw that. Oh man, like, that's money Will right there. Oh, and Will was laughing. Check from Burks. I ain't gonna lie, that, that G.I. Jane joke is on point, man. She looked just like G.I. Jane and she did the same shit. Oh, yeah, that, that was funny. It was just like, yeah. it was, you know, it was, it was G.I. Jane too. I gotta see it. <laughs> it was funny, but it was, uh, it was uncomfortable too. Yo, exactly. yo, Chris Rock got him with that G.I. Jane joke, though. It oh, was crazy. more, right? Yeah. But see, the difference is, Demi cutting her hair in that movie was Damn. a choice. That movie has 17 points. Oh, so what are you saying? His wife, his wife is sick or something? Yeah, she got. Yeah, she got some bro. some hair disease. I don't know. Oh, so she he should have never said that. Yeah, alopecia. Oh, he should never said that then. Yeah, he said he didn't know. I'm like, no, nah, Jada, Jada did Yo. a whole show on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're a comedian. You look, you look for stuff like that to, to, to joke about. It's correct. I correct. think everything happened the way it should have happened. Yeah, he didn't think he didn't think he thought it was the Oscars and all that. It was gonna be this is the best thing for the Oscars too. He even said it before. That was a light joke. Come on, y'all. Will was like, fuck that. Yo, I heard I heard I heard worse than that. I heard worse than that. Yeah, I heard when Ricky Gervais hosted the Oscars. He had me cringing with laughter, bro. He was going in on their ass so tough. Like that dude spares no one. But at the end of the day, yeah, yo, behind behind closed doors, got a whole doors. ocean between him and the, most of the people he's making jokes on. So. That's true. That's yeah, true. some people they don't let do it. Imagine Paul Mooney would have did it, or Richard Pryor, one of them guys. Richard Pryor probably can get away with it. Um, Paul Mooney, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yo, behind closed doors, they was hype. Oh, hell no. They were happy that shit yeah, happened. White guy made that jerk. Will Smith would have would have slapped him out of his face like that, and then I think it'd be like. Do you think if it was Martin Lawrence, he would have did it? Nah, I don't think Martin Lawrence would have said would have said something like that to Jay. Then it was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't think Chris Rock is the only other. Maybe Dave Chappelle, but Chris Rock is the only I can see saying a joke like that. Now, Martin, Martin said some shit about, um, he said shit a bit about Wesley Snipes, I don't know, on a comedy jam. I, I can see him going at another man. He ain't going to go at another woman like that. Not Martin Lawrence. Uh, hey, best me, Dave. Dave would have said that. Dave, yeah. I think Dave Chappelle probably would have said it. Yeah, Dave, Dave would have said it. <laughs> Dave Chappelle would have said it, and I think Dave Rock is the only other person. 
Nah, man, that joke is on point. I can't lie. I didn't know the backstory behind it. I just, I just saw the ball ahead and thought it was funny, but. The fact that she did she did the situational ship or whatever what, what yeah, entanglement. Man. She had an entanglement. Oh shit. Yo, he got Will with that, man. Will must have been yeah. like, damn. And a lot of people missed that. <laughs> and a lot of people who probably don't remember the movie missed that. <laughs> damn it. See, they giving this game away. My man said selling, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Man. Chris Rock yep. violated dude, bro. Wow. I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the funny part, when they put the camera on Jada, yeah. I didn't know she had a bald head, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's even funnier, yo. Oh, shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it funny. Chris Rock was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" That was a good one. But he knew it was cr- he knew it was cringy because he even said that was a light. That was a little light joke. <laughs> I think he, I think he said that because he saw um, Jada's face. Will Will getting out of his chair? Yeah, and Jada's face as well. We got bailed out there. <laughs> That was a foul on quickly. What the? That was Nico Randall to save the day. Y'all wonder how many people in that Hollywood crowd actually saw that G.I. Jane movie. I bet you. Ha- uh, they like- probably all seen that shit. Nah, it probably- was a big I, movie. I saw the first no, one. No, it was a big movie. One. It was a big movie? I never yeah, heard that Yeah, it was a big movie. Yeah, G.I. Jane. Oscars yeah. and all that shit. Damn. And oh, nobody man. laughed? This looks like this looks like a Nick Loss, right? Yep. Nah, I got me. Watch the spin in the mi- oh money. Huh. Quick about to take it. The Rosen live for these type of games. Now nah, I want to see who the Knicks go to now. Uh, what play they run? Gonna, see, this what I don't like about Quickly. He's dribbling too goddamn much. Nobody else is moving though. Like. Yeah, nobody's nobody moving. Else. <laughs> <laughs> RJ was calling for the ball. Nice. That was a nice find. Nice find. After he dribbled for like 14 seconds. Yeah, it's that like was a nice this. find. Maybe he knew what he was going to do all along. I'm surprised Tibbs is letting the lineup rock. Oh. It's times like this and pretty much all season where it's like we just right, who need they, who, who are they gonna go to? Who's they we gonna go to? See, they got guard. shooters. They got two shooters. They got two shooters. Pick and roll. <laughs> and now everybody's paying attention in this game. Oh, yeah, because it's right here. Pick and roll. Well, I'm talking about the score. No, I'm saying I'm talking about the NBA world because of the score. Look at Julius setting two screens. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> I like the aggression. Big nose as. Yeah, we, All right, we, we make have... these two. We up. We up by Vucevic. what? Vucevic got no hops, bro. Vucevic got by no three. hops. Yeah, we up by one. Oh, we went up. Well, maybe y'all ahead of me. In the bonus anyway. Oh, we gonna be up by three if he if he don't miss. Oh, if he don't miss, yeah. 
Damn. Ah, I put the drinks on it. They look like OT fellas. Yeah. Either OT or a loss. <laughs> I just don't trust our shooters, man. Oh, came out. Man, is that we just got no one to handle the pace in the last two minutes. Yeah, you got to get the ball in the right person's head. And we got to slow the game down a little bit. Ooh, Set up getting them shot. superstar calls. <laughs> we need that point guard, man. That was hey, good. That was good defense by Mitch. Right there. Yeah. Russo, like, I didn't do nothing. Uh, We're going to find out right now. Nah, RJ wouldn't have got that call <laughs> at the beginning of the season. You got the Michael Jordan call. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten that call. The thing is, like, oh, you have to forget how much of a slump RJ was in, like, that first quarter of the season, that first half of the season. He turned his game around crazy after All-Star break. Yeah, he did. Bum-ass Tristan Thompson. Now, that's who was the bum. Now, when y'all be calling Julius the bomb, I be like, he ain't no fucking Tristan Thompson. No, they, nah. you, can't, you can't compare the two, man. You mean Tristan Kardashian. <laughs> we, call, we call the Kardashians on one on, 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 on Tristan Thompson. I'm just saying, he's a bum, bro. He's a Kardashian. That's a bum nigga. Tristan Thompson ain't even a Kardashian, bro. I don't even know what that guy is. No, nah, he is a Kardashian, man. Once you fuck with them Kardashians, it's over. Oh, and one. I always call him Tristan Kardashian, man. I never call him Tristan Thompson. But well, he got the Kardashian curse now. Nah, she gave him her last name. That's how much you get bitched around when you go in that family. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Damn. If we don't score here, we don't score here. Yo, have you got, he got 37? <laughs> yeah, DeRozan going crazy right now. I've never seen DeRozan like, I didn't even know he could go up to this level. Dang, it's Barrett's show right now. It is. Julius, get give up your the complaining ball. ass across the line. Oh, yeah, see, he should have passed it right there. You know nah, DeRozan who's gonna he's taking a shot. I think the Knicks trust him. Taking, taking a shot. DeRozan taking a shot. There we go. There we go. Oh, that was almost in. Who we go to, fellas? Who we going to? They gotta go, go back to, to Barrett. They gotta, gotta go to Barrett. Yeah, they gotta keep it with Barrett. Barrett even look Julius Wade. He's late. I gotta go. Quickly. Good pass, Burks. Barrett did not even look uh, Julius way. Come on, long player. Go, let's go. It's a Burks night. <laughs> yo, cut out quickly. Yo. Of course. Yo, he's been balling, though. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta shout him out. I love it's, Mike Green. Mike Green. Bye. You do realize if we <laughs> trade for anybody this year worth mentioning, it's gonna involve quickly, right? What you mean? Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, it is, um, so. maybe, maybe what? trading maybe quickly. Is. I'm not trading quickly. I, I'm no, not saying yeah, that. No. I'm just saying um, that if we get what? anybody that's worth it, it's gonna I mean, happen quickly. Yeah, quick. yeah. no, I mean, trading RJ. Yeah, hundred, hundred percent. Because if you like, let's say 
in theory, let's say Zion's played his last game in New Orleans, and we're going to try everything in our power to keep RJ Barrett, then, you know, who, who are they going to want? They're going to want quickly or Obi in return, plus he flood that with picks. Or Grimes. So, yeah. But, but they would never do the, Zion for Grimes, though. They, they're going to need way more than that. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to have to be a real special package. Sure. I mean, I think quickly it's like our most talented, like, young player outside of RJ. And RJ. we would At never, least we highest never upside. Do, I don't think Knicks would ever do a Zion RJ trade, to be honest with you. No, I would go Randall. I would go Randall and Zion straight up. I don't think they go. Yeah, they tell me the women's game is going crazy right now. I think Pels would do like a like a two first. The Rose is going to get the ball right here. IQ Julius maybe he make the money work. Good block, Mitch. Oh shit! Offensive foul call. Cool. Hey, can my can RJ get to thirty? You know, someone just give us some free throws real quick. Oh, they called the offensive foul. Yeah, definitely. Hell oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, that was. Long sport. Good D, Burks. A little flop, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. you, you got to bring back match. You have to bring back match. Yeah, you do. Even if, if you bring back match, then you got to get rid of Jericho Sims. Or Nerlens nah, Noel. You know where I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm getting rid of Nerlens. I'm sorry, Seth, guys. He's Noel. He's gone, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, gone. he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Right? I keep Sims over Noel. Definitely. Yeah, send Noel to Shanghai Sharks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai Sharks. Play with Jimmer for that. I know, right? <laughs> he can play for the Mighty Ducks. Good <laughs> I don't know how balling, wow, DeRozan looks so. Oh my God. Well, well, first won the game. Well, he won the game the other night. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. They're not yeah. gonna overturn that. If nah, they overturn nah, that, that, the league is rigged. Yeah, if they overturn the show. it, the league is rigged. DeRozan Loki sold. They're gonna follow as soon as they inbounds the ball. Also, I know I know DeRozan. He's he's probably the better player than Levine. But if I'm the Bulls, I go with Levine down the stretch every time, nine times out of ten. I'll say this: that oh, whoever did um, DeRozan um, Joker tattoo, they did they they tapped the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, everybody forget what um, Thibodeau said. This is his dream job. It's the Knicks, man. He was here, man, in the 90s. This, this, that's why yeah. I'm saying you can't get rid of Tibbs. He's coaching his ass off out there, bro. Dead ass. Every night, he coaches his ass off. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not for, for getting rid of Tibbs. Because I'm not that's for, for stability's sake. Like, yeah. We haven't been a stable franchise in a while. Mm-hmm. But, but, I need him to surround himself with those minds that's gonna get us where we need to be. If he if and he has to be open to listening to them as well. 
Like he can sur- he can surround mm-hmm. his coaching staff mm-hmm. with those people that we need to push us to the next level. We got two spots open right now. So I mean we got Johnny Bryant, then we lost we lost um Kenny Mike Payne. Woodson. Mike Woodson was a big one. Mike Woodson Mike Woodson was a big one. Mike Woodson they never got rid of. The thing is the people that, that could help us though, they probably don't want to be assistants. They probably want their own squad. Now, for our, definitely, you know, definitely I, I, need an offensive coordinator in there. We definitely need an offensive head in here. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. I was thinking about getting rid of Tibbs earlier when I think we lost like 18 out of 20 and we just playing the vets. But hey, I'm going to take something off topic one real quick. I just want to get everybody a quick opinion on it. How did y'all feel about the, the um, um, my boy from the Browns getting to the Browns and um, and and um, Baker Mayfield? <laughs> How did y'all oh, feel about slay. that? Oh, yeah, um, that shit was amazing. I don't know if you could have that many sexual charges against you. Some one of some of them girls was lying. No, I'm not talking about that cases. I'm talking about the move that they made to, <laughs> to boot out Baker Mayfield and bring in Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it was a big I don't know who's better. <laughs> who's better? Deshaun nah. Watson is much better. Nah, but oh. much, much better. You all right, Mitch? Baker Mayfield. God damn. Yo, Mitch Waller. Yo, what squad is Maker, uh, Baker Mayfield on right now? He's still, on still, he's still with the Browns, I guess. Um, they they gonna trade him though. He asked for a trade. He asked to be traded. Yeah, he's out of there. Yeah, he's definitely. Mitch, don't start no talking about maybe the the Steelers Ooh. might you know, be looking Ooh, at him. Deshaun Watson gonna throw to now though. We got Amari Cooper. Well, yeah, they got they they picked up. Yeah, they did. Dallas trade him right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Oh, they got Cooper now. Yeah, my team. Yeah, but um, the Browns got a they got a lot of number one picks too. That, that's on their team. Miles, Miles Garrett. And they got a running back, Chubb. Chubb. So Chubb. They got two running backs. They got Kareem yeah, they, they got a squad. So Watson ain't going to do nothing but have them in the conversation. Yeah, Watson is a big upgrade. Yep, a huge upgrade. Yeah. Makes them more dynamic. Yeah, it does. Now that makes them dynamic, even without Odell. But what was wrong with Baker Mayfield? He had two commercials, right? <laughs> I think I just didn't think he had the he didn't have the talent that they thought he had. I'm telling you, I, his, his he was redshirted in college, bro. He was redshirted in college and ended up having a, a dynamic year because the quarterback that they chose got hurt, and then they kept Baker on, but he had fire. He had that little fire. So in the college scheme, his coach just had had him set up in the right right situation. But I knew it was a fantasy once he got here. And they picked him number one over Deshaun Watson. Yo. Nah, that was a different year. What, what, Julius what, what, what pisses me off. Yeah, Julius Ju- Ju- attitude got to Yo, change, it's just bro. like it's terrible. No, but like, he's got, he's like got the New York guy. attitude, man. Hey, well, yeah, that's exactly what attitude. DeMarcus Cousins would have been like. Listen, I'm everybody keeping my wanted mouth DeMarcus shut. Cousins. <laughs> you remember what everybody wanted DeMarcus Cousins? <laughs> Marcus Cousins is a walking tech. <laughs> no, I mean, back when he was on Sacramento, <laughs> you know, he, he wanted out. Everybody was like, yo, let's go get him. He's got that New York attitude. 
Well, this is what happens when you got somebody. In New York. Are, are, is anybody watching this end of this game? Yeah, Burks so, can't inbound the ball did, for shit. Did any, Did anyone see why Alec Burks just didn't inbound the ball to RJ Barrett right there? I don't know. He's the yeah. worst inbounder though. He turned him away. Can he had to pass. To RJ, please, so he can get his thirty. <sighs> please, uh, please. Let's just see what kind of play this is. Let's just see what kind of. <laughs> They're gonna try to dribble this out. They're gonna foul. Yeah, yeah they're gonna foul. There's the foul game. Give it to him. Yo, Julius. He got fouled. Julius yeah. looks so. I don't know why the hell they gave it to Julius, but. <laughs> I fuck with Julius too more than most people, but they should hey, not bro, go I'm into not saying, him. Right I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no, Julius, Julius gonna make these two. I need Julius. The first one's about to go out. I need Julius to go get his. He need to go get his blowout. He's concerning me right now. This is my question there, like <laughs> But how 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 is you here next season? I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. He's like, damn. Oh shit, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, he missed both. Oh my god. Oh, oh he missed both for them. <laughs> oh, they gave up a three? Oh, Pressure. Good. Please pass it. No, for real though. How's how's he hit next season? Yo, Randall's fucking terrible, bro. Look at that shit. Nah, yo. nah, man. Come He's on. Gone, he got the bro. rebound. <laughs> He's he got the rebound. He's like, he was a part of like He's nine gone. consecutive points in the middle of the third quarter. <laughs> but he didn't Surely. score. So. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him this season. It, it don't seem like the same person. He's a fucking crybaby, bro. I mean, I, I'm not a Julius hater at all. I really like the guy, but um, something's going on with him. He he don't seem the same. Some the, the joy, the joy of basketball is 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 not there this season. Yeah, you don't play. Maybe because they know they not they not going to they not going nowhere this year. They went to four feet last year. Anything happening on court? I don't know. What it could be. He could be. It could be like he taking the back. I think. I think he's he's um letting whatever's happening going to RJ affect him. But but I think I don't think it really has anything to do with post conference. I'm telling you, but bro. Be in the face of like, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, right? Do you guys actually think that he wants to be here next season? I think he. he oh wants God, out. I hope not. I hope not. I hope yeah, not. he I hope wants to be here. Go, he, I'll drive you know, my he He's done. He's done. Nah, he's done this before, and he's come back. You know, yeah, he, I think he's nah, disappointed. Yeah, in him. He's disappointed in his, in his play. Season, it's definitely fifty-fifty right now. In his I'm first season, he just. In his first season, he just stunk. This year, he stunk, and he's had the attitude and mentality problems. Like, it's way different this year. Yeah. I think the expectations are different. Yeah, the expectations changed. Yeah. The disappointment, the weight of disappointment changed as well. The so hunger changed too. too. The, the, yeah. I think the hunger changed. Yep. Did you just see how he left the court just now? Yeah, like, no, no, I'm not arguing that at all, bro. Like you're absolutely—he has a terrible attitude. He doesn't want to be here anymore, and that's, well, that's not Nick shit. 
get the, if you if you're not rolling like that, Patrick Ewing never did that. I ain't never did. Yeah, yeah I don't know if they shot his hands, but right. they wasn't throwing the ball up and a like doing, acting like a baby and shit. Like I don't know. I don't know. I think truthfully, uh, truthfully, I think that they shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't have leaned into Julius Randle so much this year, and because now we're seeing after the All Star break how good RJ Barrett is facilitating the offense and shit. Yeah, they had, they had, leaned, they had leaned, even though RJ was struggling early in the season, if they had leaned more into him facilitating the offense, at least bringing the ball up more and not having Julius demand the ball. Um. This team could be a little bit different. We could have a couple more wins. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like hey, also um, we lost a lot of games. Got in late. Were hey, you guys talking about Julius chucking the ball and running to the locker room after the game? Yeah, we saw it. Sorry, yeah, it was bad. Hey, yeah, it was just, bad. It was and just bad. To touch, <laughs> and just to touch on uh, that guy's point about, you know, giving it to RJ more earlier in the season, I don't really have a problem with well I, I sort of do but not really with what the front office and the coaching did off the back of last season because Randall was just on fire Kemba wasn't that big of a risk Fournier you know he's better offensively than Bullock but when you, this the thing that frustrates me to the death is when you see it wasn't working right we took so long to sort our point guard situation Randall, like it just it took so long to play the kids. Like, why are they only playing now? It, like, when the whole fan base was screaming for it, like, Except you're only now seeing because of injury, man. That's the only yeah. reason because of injuries. It's not like Tibbs wanted to do it, yeah. yeah. No if, that's if like Derrick Rose was crazy. wasn't injured this, this whole and, season, and yeah. Tibbs if if Derrick Rose was shit. injured, we're in the playoffs easily, easily. And Tibbs was then come out and say some dumb shit, yeah. like. They've got to prove it in practice. When on the court, they're the best players. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I've, I've never watched Julius Randle lollygag and bullshit a lot this game. A couple dunks right in front of me. Didn't even try to defend them. It's kind of shit. So you can't like, tell me these guys are going to have to earn it and then watch him do shit like that and then not play Obi more. I don't know if he's still injured from the quad, but I don't know. Obi played pretty well tonight. Obi he's, been playing, he's been playing like that for a while. <laughs> he didn't the, have no the only good thing that happened this season is we have a formula for next season. We just have right. to absolutely. put a point guard. Well, in. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to put <laughs> if, a point guard if, in. Know what worked, know what didn't. Correct. <laughs> now you got to go, go fix it. For yeah. me, no bougie because, black point guard. Along with that shit. Nah. For me, because we have quickly, right... My biggest priority going into the offseason is sorting out the power forward position before the point guard. Whether it is you stick with Randall or you move Obi to starting, you, you move off Randall. We cannot go into next season in Obi's third year when you've got to decide where you pay him, giving him 15 minutes a night. That doesn't make any sense. They've got to sort that out. Whether you choose Randall or you choose Obi, you decide this offseason. All Obi- Randall needs to do is change his effort and attitude. He can be a better player. Absolutely. Back. One thing I'll, I'll say about this front office is that, like, they haven't accepted a shitty deal. Where I, I think, like, right now you would have to sell low on Randall. Like, 
they wouldn't do something like that. Whereas in Nick's past, we, we've given up first round picks to get off contracts. We've done all these different things where you got to like change how the rest of the league views you before that changes, you know? And I think that hopefully if Randall could turn his game around, we could actually get something of value. I feel Randall and RJ can be a one-two punch if they really exactly get their minds right. I've seen it. We've seen it. They can. I agree on. I agree on that. RJ, we need to get a point guard. Like he said. Like you saying. If Randall can change his mindset and change his mentality and really lock in. I don't. I actually, honestly, guys, I really don't see Randall going anywhere next year. No, he's not going nowhere. <laughs> like to be honest with you guys, he's not going. They're not going to yeah, change. But you they can't stay with it. Maybe make a couple is... moves at the point guard because we need a point guard. Because Kimba, you can move Kimba. Whatever you can move, all these other guys. Do whatever you got to do. Throw some picks in there. Get it. Get it really solid. I, I honestly think the Knicks will go after Brunson. He's a but real see, my, solid my point, point is... guard. You can make a nice small move. Add to the team. It doesn't have to be major. You can make a nice small team, keep the core, keep the young guys going. You got young guys. Like Tim said, you're going to need all these guys during the year. And this is what it's showing right now. All these guys are showing up. Oh, bang. Boom. We got the coaching staff. We got the front office. We got this. We can still do it. But sure. the, Randall really has to change his mindset. I think the young guys really, they, they playing with confidence. You see it. It's confidence. Yep. And Tim's just coaching his ass off. So I think I the Knicks can make a nice small though. little move. That just a little, just a little, just a little chink in the armor, just to tighten it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a nice move. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's but, what I but my, my point is, if you keep Randall, that means I think you kind of have to get rid of Obi next year. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to get rid of some of these players. That right. Obi, Obi gonna back Randall up. Exactly. <laughs> Gonna get more minutes too, I think, because you're not giving those minutes to Taj now. You're giving those minutes yeah. to Obi. With Tom Thibodeau, you think Obi's gonna get minutes next year? I think of his course. defense is gonna improve. Yeah, I think he'll be better. Already improving. He's a three-point shooter. He, he actually he shoots the ball a little bit more better than Randall a little bit. If he doesn't, and we're all hoping, we're all hoping Randall improves next season. Just yeah. So if Randall is improved, I already think Randall's think nice. Randall's not trapped in his head. If he get out of his mind, yeah, man, he's okay. Nice. I think Randall could play better and play less minutes. I'm saying I'm, with Ooh. with our not with our coach. I do think he gets too many play. minutes. He'd be exhausted, bro. He and can play a better that, role. That's too, how you like, get the best of both worlds. Get more OP instead of posting up. Get him in more pick and rolls. Set the screen, bro. Like, he didn't want to do that. So he wanted to sit in the corner or post up. The reason I also didn't think RJ and Julius can play that well together is even when Julius was playing like LeBron last year, it wasn't off ball. And, and RJ played a lot off ball, like corner threes last season. I, th- I, I don't think Julius can play off of Randall that well, vice versa, to be honest. I think what? we have a squad, man. Randall has to understand. You just stagger the minutes. The he has to look in the mirror, bro, this summer and, and get his get his stuff right. But do y'all do y'all really believe Tibbs is this right coach for this team? Or no? Yeah. I, I mean he's a he's a Nick guy. He's what we want. Nope. Blue collar. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I agree. Coaching the Knicks. 
Yep. I mean, why, you can't go wrong. <laughs> he like, wants to be here. But he does he like coaching young players? Because mm-hmm. you just now, need, to some, need to make some coaching staff moves. He, so. needs, to, he needs to get his coaching staff uh-huh. right. And then he needs to listen to them as well. And if he do that, like the president don't know all the answers, but he surrounds himself with the best cabinet that he can, uh-huh. and that's what coach. That's what he needs to do. Like he's the best defensive mind in the game. Get somebody that yeah. knows how to construct an offense and listen to how they develop that. Right. Like it's a tandem. We can do. He can do it. He wants to be here, so I want somebody that wants to be yeah. here. And, and we want that stability as a franchise. We need so nobody that stability. Else want to be here. <laughs> I, I think Tim, I think Tibbs is the right guy for next season. But like, doing like long term when stars show for shit. Nah, I, I don't want Tibbs as my coach to be honest. Bro, we had Derek Fisher. I can't keep reminding you niggas. We had Derek <laughs> Fisher. We have to gain stability as a franchise. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm saying next season. I want Tibbs. I want Tibbs here next year. I'm just talking about like. And when a KD level player walks in, like they they don't even play with for Tibbs. Let's be real. They need to go and try to get Phil. The only KD player year. I see come into the Knicks is probably Zion. One hundred percent. Spider. Play for Tibbs. He's a defensive guy. He likes to get mm-hmm. aggressive. The Knicks will have Julie to package, uh, package that first round pick with Julius. Like all, 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 the, all the coaches, like you know, all, the, all the stars, they come in and then they hand pick the coach. KD picks Steve Nash, LeBron. Everywhere he goes, he says Ty Lue or whatever. Like, I mean, I like that about the Knicks, though. Honestly, is that, you know, I, I like the fact that it isn't like this whole boys club bullshit where, where the players run everything. I don't know. Like, they need to try to go and 100%. get Phil Handy from the Lakers, man, for real. With the young talent that they have on this roster, they need to go and get Phil Handy. Who's that? Phil Handy. He, he's uh he's on the coaching staff of the Lakers. Oh, and okay. Before yeah, he was yeah, with the yeah, Lakers, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, with yeah. Toronto. Definitely coaching staff. I agree 100% with you. Yes. Whoever. <laughs> I gotta look I him think, up. He I might think be right. You need to kind of rock with fit with Tibbs one more year, honestly, man. And and you need to try to. Uh, I seen somebody tweet earlier about uh, losing a draft position. I say, man, at this point, forget that draft pick because you're probably gonna have to package that draft pick with Julius in order to get rid of him. But yeah, I, but I think we, uh, we can actually build forward going with Julius. I don't yeah. see what's the big deal. Uh, RJ I, just, with I looked, at the, I looked the at the fourth quarter just now, and honestly, all I kept saying to myself was, "Why is he even out there?" It, it's just, it's tough. It's hard for me to even watch Julius Randle on this team. Honestly, man. I mean, a lot of people blame Tibbs, but it's like I tweeted earlier. For people that really disagree with Tibbs, the problem with Tibbs mostly is Julius. He's the highest paid player. He's the star of the team. By Julius being on the team, it's almost like uh, all season long, playing Kemba, playing uh, Fournier, playing Burks is almost a given because you can't have one without the other. You get rid of Julius, you free up everything. So wait, wait. Are you saying give up Julius and then keep Fournier and uh, Kemba Walker? No. Uh, You got to get rid of who you can get rid of, but at least with Fournier, uh, you know, regardless of his contract, if he stands in the corner or, or comes up on a fast break and pops a three, it is what it is. I'll take it. Uh, if, uh, if uh, you know, Burks does what he does tonight, it is what it is. I'll take it. The 
problem is in order for Julius to really be great, there is no Obi. There might not be a, 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 a Grimes or, or a McBride. Uh, there's definitely no RJ being great. The two can play together, RJ and, and Randall. But I just think that RJ is showing he's good enough. Obi is showing he's he's complimentary enough to the point where I look at this and I say, man, uh, once you get Cam Reddish back in the fold, you mm. where's the room for for Julius Randle on this squad? No, you don't where, need where's the room for Cam Reddish? Uh, plenty, plenty, because he's complimentary. Even though huh? uh, he's good, uh, you know, I understand what you're saying, but down the line, you open him up. The same way you get rid of Julius to open up Obi, down the line, you get rid of Fournier to open up Reddish. You get rid of Burks to open up Reddish. There will be room for him, no problem. Okay, so the problem saying. with Julius, he's not a complimentary player. He's what he was last year at his best and at his worst, or, or less than last year. I don't want him. He's but just, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Are the Knicks even trying to open up for younger guys right now with Tibbs as the coach? No choice. I think it's come to the point where uh, you can see with the way that they're playing. Ever since that game, I think it was against the Suns, uh, and sometime around there, you can kind of just see that it's been no options. And Julius missing some time was whatever it was, blessing in disguise or perfect timing. I don't know. But... Uh, the way that you look at this thing, it seems that if you were going to get rid of Tibbs, you would have fired him already because he failed on the season, which shows me that uh, the organization has kind of swallowed the season. And they said, you know what? Let's see what we got down the stretch. And everything that's happening is happening with Tibbs running the show. And Tibbs is not one of those uh, guys like... Uh, I forget his name, who was uh, who closed out one of the seasons for us. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Is it Mike Miller? I, I don't Mike know. Mike Miller. Yeah, and he, he's not a guy like that where you just say, oh, good stretch, okay, we'll go get a real coach. He is a real coach. And I think the, the problem, like I said, with him is if you, if you can get a good look at tips, I know when he first came here, he said, we're going to get stars. But you know that the other side to that is you got Julius Randle and then you gave him a contract. And you didn't get a, another star, but you show you, you're seeing right now stars are, are being developed from within. IQ is a real deal, uh, you know, player when he's on the court and the ball is in his hand. RJ Barrett is becoming, uh, I don't know, maybe what what Paul George was in his uh, early days with uh, with with Indiana. Uh, you know, I love that dunk that he tried to, you know, close in on late in the fourth. It reminded me a lot of PG just getting the PG had to really uh, go through some things and he, he worked himself up to that. But the next step for this Knicks team is duplicating last year with RJ as the lead. And so in order for that to happen, in my opinion, you, you just have no choice. Like with Tibbs, I feel like you have an option with Julius. I don't think there's an option. I it just to me, I would I would almost rather bench him and make him so disgruntled and frustrated that he just uh, forces his way out however he has to. I, you know, it, I, I'm, I think of it, it's football compared to basketball, but I look at this and I say, Tibbs has got to be Bill Belichick, and, and Julius Randle is whatever. He, you're not above the team. You're not that good. Mm -hmm. And you, you had a hell of a season last year, and you meant a lot. Thank you. But it, it, it reminds me uh, sometimes when you just want to do what's best for the future, Reminds me of when the Knicks got mellow. They should have used the amnesty at that time on Amari Stoudemire. 
so that, you know, you could, uh, whatever, free up the room to, I forget who else they were trying to bring in at that moment. Um, Tyson Chandler. You know, yeah, right. And then you wound up getting them a couple years later. So you know, I look at it this time. When you when you count your losses, you got to count your losses. And to me, Julius Randle, while he is an asset to a team that we were, we were uh, a franchise with no talent. We were a franchise with no future and no direction. But very quickly, it, you know, for him, I say thank you for your contribution. But it's over I, because I, I can't. I can't. Uh, That's crazy to me. It's this over. I mean, Frank my Miller man averaging twenty. Kevin Knox. He's averaging twenty ten and, and five, man, with no point guard. What was 20, that? Twenty ten and five with an incomplete roster, man. We get that point Absolutely. guard situation. You know why he he is capable of dominating one on one. He showed you who he was in the playoffs, and the thing. Wait, is, hold on, the team was incomplete in the playoffs once again. Absolutely, yeah, it was very incomplete. No center. Come on, man. They had, they had him basically going but up against here's the thing. Capella. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. How did did uh, did Obi and Quickly seem like they were uh, looking pretty good playing their roles? Imagine a full season of the two of those guys going into the playoffs. You think they're going to just fold and disappear like that? I don't. Yeah, you know, but, it's but once again, it's, it's it's hard to judge because they basically disappeared too with that incomplete roster. Why do you think Derrick Rose and, is playing what, so many minutes? And they have a built-in excuse. Hey, and that's bro, the thing ben, that Julius right? doesn't have in my book. They is it were, Ben? What, rookies? Hmm? Yeah, is it Ben? Yes, sir. Straight we rode Julius all the way facts. in the playoffs. Straight right? facts, bro. <laughs> you spent nothing but straight facts, bro. Oh, my. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, listen, the Julius season, hate is real, I, man. That's all I can say. I no, 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 no. It's not hate. It's not hate. It's here's not the thing. Hate. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you when you look at the Knicks, you you got to look at it this way. You got to look at every franchise this way. Like you guys were saying before I started speaking, most of these NBA franchises have one or the other. They have a star play. Like for example, the Nets. They got Katie and Kyrie. They said we want Nash. Here's the thing. In the Knicks case. Who's the leader? And if I, gun to my head, had to say, who do I want leading me tomorrow? It's Tibbs over Julius. The problem that I believe that we that exists with the Knicks right now is that Julius and Tibbs together is not the future. One of them has to go. I would rather it be Julius because I've seen his his the transition to life after Julius is already right in front of our eyes. You can bring in Tibbs, but what does Julius do under, under under another coach? What happens? Is it good in the beginning and then it fades away because he doesn't like this, he doesn't like that, he doesn't like his diminished role? You know that's that's the problem. I feel like it's a for Julius. I think it's a lose lose if you keep him. At least with Tibbs, you can see the talent is going to rise. That you got. I mean, you have too much talent here. You I mean, the, the only Tibbs, thing the only thing got, I'm seeing is that shooters, we have yet to judge. Gunners. Yeah, but we have yet to judge Julius when we have a point guard. You have to look at Julius' position. He's a power forward. Someone's supposed to get him the ball into his spots. I'm 100%. waiting to see that. Instead of Julius, like, like tonight, Ju- Julius, Julius tonight kept getting the ball at the top of the key, 
Then that's when he did that behind the back pass. Why does he have to be in that scenario, man? He should be receiving no, the understand. ball while making a move to the cup, man. He's a big brawler guy. They should make a move next year for a solid point guard. 100%. And I don't set the table. And then you judge Julius Randle right there. He's right. He's right. And right. Yo, you got to set yeah. the table for Julius. He's right. Once we see him with you, the point guard, then we, then we could judge him for real. But see, this, well, is so, I just, this is where I disagree because you say we got to set the table for Julius. We don't. We've got a team. No, no we're, we're not we doing that. We we're not setting the table, man. On the first team, on the first starters, that's what Payne's saying. He's a general. I, 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 I'm going to ball up. We don't have that guy. That was supposed to be Kimba. That ain't it. Yeah, that ain't it. No, that failed. No, no, I know. And, I, and I got I got sold in that too. But, but but again, that was sort of the problem. That was sort of the problem that I had when uh, when Julius was even available, you know, to resign. Because it was damned if you do, damned if you don't. I felt like, okay, look at the season. How, how could you not offer him a contract? But, but at the same time, I feel like there's other situations. I would have to go back and, and really look at this. But there's been other situations where similar players who had one year, I don't know what the, the word would be, uh, but one year uh, where he was just so much better than the rest of his career. And you had to decide. Good GMs will look at that and say, was this an aberration or is he that dude? And, and the fact is, because of the playoff performance, I understand everything you guys are saying. But in today's NBA, what value does any all-star have that can't just consistently drop 30? It doesn't matter who's on the floor with him. And that's you don't the get part. paid crazy, though. Like, exactly. I was about to say that. He's not under a max deal. He's not under a max deal, man. Perfectly said. So then what is he worth? He's a tweener. I mean, it, it's yeah, like, but we're uh, not paying him max it, money. He's not making that. We got him at a good price, that. man. I understand. They're, they paid him a fair deal, but he, but here's my point: if he's not worth max money, then what is he worth? Is he worth uh, stunting? He's worth exactly the, the, what we're paying him. the development of okay. Obi Toppin. Okay. So what you're you, saying? So what you're saying is that we need someone that is worth max deal in order to come to New York and play for us. No, 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 no. I think I think that what we, what the goal should be here in New York, and I'm not saying you got to Julius needs to go tonight. The problem, like I said, though, how much longer do you keep him? I don't know. Why I, I like this run that we're on because I'm seeing from what I'm seeing from my perspective. Uh, I compared this to Boston, and I said Julius Randle is to the Knicks what Kyrie was to the Celtics, because at the end of the day, people were saying, well, even before Kyrie went to Boston, I was telling people, look. There's only one basketball. It doesn't matter if you add him to that team. They were as good as they were. He went to the team. They were what they were. When he left the team, they exploded. And I look at with the no expectations. Say, they exploded with no expectations. And the next year came around, there's expectations. They folded. Unlike unlike did. unlike Kyrie, Kyrie would have never folded with the expectations because he had them same shits with LeBron. He understands no, understood. that. Again, again, it's the same thing with Randall, man. I'm not saying you're wrong. Randall could carry the shit in his back. We've seen it. We we're yes. just now seeing it with RJ in the last few months, but Randall right okay. now is that guy, man. And, and right now, wait, hold up. We could take advantage of Julius Randall because we got him on discount. You don't understand how the Lakers fucked that up. Magic Johnson just yeah. let Randall go for nothing. So Randall last year was not eligible for the super max that he should have got. We got him at over the, eighty the to seventy million discount. I, so the, why are we 100%. bitching and treating him like a max player? It's, I think it's I think not we got about, that confusion. You know what yeah, see, I, I I even disagree on that. I don't think we're gonna steal. 
We signed him good value, but that, it's not a steal. No, no. Okay. For what yes, he Yes, man. Because he was out. Yo, for real. For real it man, is a steal, man. man. His ceiling is a steal. Even, even, though, I, <laughs> even though I would say uh, that, you know, the root of my, the root of me saying get rid of Julius, it only comes from the place that if he was not here, it might be easier to see the, the path for the future in terms of, okay, well, hell. If if I can get rid of this guy, then hell, I don't need Fournier either. I don't need Burks either. The point is that I'm just talking about this Knicks team. Who's your core? And going into the season, the core was Julius, Fournier, RJ, Burks. That that was, you know, Rose. But so when you go into next season, uh, just imagine for a moment if uh if the starting five was was Robinson, Toppin, uh, I guess, you know, RJ quickly and McBride or whoever as, you know, starting opening night. You're telling me that you're not going to be super excited to see that lineup? Yo, wait, hold on. Of course, that lineup would be great. But the, what we have already is going to be super exciting. Just fill in the Kimball Walker space. We got Evan who could shoot threes. He passed John Starks. We got RJ. We got Randall. That lineup sounds exciting as long as we fit in that point guard. Imagine remove Kimba and put someone else. You'd be like, holy shit, this guy can actually get guys set up. That's an exciting team right there. We got we, we got Evan to space out the floor. We got RJ and Randall, guys who could kill in the mid-range and attacking the hoop and drawing fouls. And we got Mitch in the middle, man. What do you mean? Just, like, we don't have to go crazy point, and blow shit up. Point guard, with a point guard, the truth for me, the point guard is amazing. Of course you need a point guard. I just don't see Julius Randall working good off the ball i i don't see it i don't know maybe he, he did it in his first year with the lakers I, I don't see why not it's it's because last year changed who he is and i and i just don't know that with the ball out of his hands if he's that same guy bro he's never been he's never been in position to not have the ball in his hands it's either quickly is doing something this season because Derrick Rose is out, or um, mm-hmm. or it's Julius. We always see we seen it tonight, man. Julius with the behind the back pass. Why was he in that position to begin with? It's because he received the ball at the top of the key. He had to waste time backing guys down, and then he makes a last second pass. That should not be his job. If we had a point guard, we would have had someone bring the ball up, make a move to the basket. Julius step does a quick step back, gets open, and he could shoot an open fucking jumper or something, or just do a pump fake, attack the hoop. There's no one drawing that initial breakdown of the defense. We're not seeing so, that. Again, hey, hey, real the, quick, there. Um, uh-huh. I just see this this divine person has his, has his hand up. Um, don't know if to say something. All right, just just hear me out. I know when I tell y'all this stuff, I'm like, oh, but just hear me out, okay? Lifelong, lifelong Laker fan, right? Been a Laker fan for over 35 years. I lived in Dayton, was I was born and raised in Dayton, so I'm also a Dayton Flyer fan. Right? So, uh, moved to Kentucky around the time that Julius Randle was at a with the Harrison Twins. So. Got an interesting perspective. Julius Randle, when he was with the Lakers and when he was with UK, is a very selfish player, right? Very talented. But if you look at his body language, when anybody comes in that seems like it's going to steal his thunder, he tends to pout. You know what I mean? When things don't go his way, he, tends to get, he seems to get an attitude and pout, right? Very talented. 
but he has to have the right system around him. The right. But who tried to around. steal his thunder in L.A.? Luke Walton had him coming off the bench. Who Jordan Clarkson? No, he was starting. No, no, he was starting. Nah, he they was coming Kuzma off the coming bench, off, man. He, he used to go crazy. Off the come... bench. He was starting. Yeah, but Luke Walton kept switching. Remember, Luke Walton, he's a power forward career fuck-up, man. He almost fucked up Marvin okay. Bagley's career, and he almost fucked up Julius Randle's career. No, but look. So let's get it straight, because you're talking about a coach who did not know what the fuck to do with a power forward. Like I said, I've seen him since he was at UK. Man. Yeah, you can't judge I, him like with I that trash-ass coach Redmond. Luke Walton, man. Uh-uh. Can't do that. Not all of it is not all of that is on wrong because it's the same thing because I follow every Laker player that leaves. Right. I follow D'Angelo Russell. I follow Kuzma. I follow Ingram. I follow Randall. I follow Clarkson. He had some a similar situation going on with the Pelicans. He was coming off the bench, right? And he was putting up great numbers when he was coming off the bench. Exactly, but even he was then, playing with Peyton. With Rondo and with Anthony Davis, he had some issues at times because he wanted to be the man. Nah, Jeez, like it wasn't said, that, man. They didn't fit. Anthony Davis don't fit with Randall, man. They both I, play the same I, position. I definitely, uh, Wait, hold I, on. I, we, I we, we, saying, we, we see I, I Anthony Davis not wanting to play center for the Lakers right now. Anthony Davis has issues playing center. So why the fuck would he mesh with Julius Randall? That makes no sense. I definitely agree with one thing, though. I mean, that's that's another thing that, uh, you know, this is the Knicks. And, you know, as as native New Yorkers, I, I live out in uh, Chicago now. But, you know, it's the same kind of thing as far as, uh, you know, we wear our heart on our sleeve and we appreciate uh, a person when they're, you know, whatever. They're just true with their emotions. But one thing I can say for sure that I don't know if it would fly in any other situation you know, it's it's kind of I I don't know. It's interesting to me how it, it it doesn't get spoken about much. What I really want to know about Julius right now, because I like I agree with the with the brother that I was just speaking. Simply for this reason, when you watch him this season, he seemed to be, you know, uh, beside himself emotionally on a number of occasions. And uh, it was also, like that with the Lakers uh, too, man. You know, not congratulating teammates, not really being a part of the mix. And exactly. so sometimes when I say, like, when I look at the Knicks, when I compared him to Kyrie in Boston, uh, I even think Kyrie might have been more loved by his teammates than Julius is in New York. I don't even know. I don't know what's going on. I'm not in the Knicks locker room, but just looking from the outside. Julius is in a in a strange uh, position, but the question I would have is, uh, you know, did he put himself there by saying something or or body language? Like you said, is another one. I mean, I don't, you, you know, you, you, didn't, you didn't see the next Miami photo. Been like that since UK, though. That's what I'm telling y'all. He's been like that since he was in college, bro. You know what I mean? This is not a new phenomenon. It just hasn't started, bro. You didn't see the next Miami photos, man. They was lit, bro. They was chilling. He has 13 technicals this season. Man. Yeah, but what does that have to do with the squad? I feel like y'all, y'all overlooked. Y'all looking no, way too I, deep no, into no. it. No, I was, I, was I was trying to make my point when I was going over there with yeah. the perspective of being a Dayton Flyer fan in that. Like with Obi Toppin, I was going to say the difference between the two. Obi came in for Dayton and he had the city here. Coach Anthony Grant from the Dayton Flyers worked with him, right? And when he worked with him, he continued to get better. He played center when he was at Dayton, right? Y'all see how Obi is. Obi is one of the nicest people in the world, right? Get along with anybody, very unselfish, right? 
it just shows the, the two difference between the players. Randall has more uh, natural movement skills than Obi Toppin. You know what I mean? He can move better laterally. He's quicker, right? But Obi is the ultimate team player. You know what I mean? And when things don't go the way that Obi don't want, want him to go, you ain't going to see him with the body language and stuff. And that's what the issue is. You need you need a specific... Obi, I mean, uh, Julius needs to be the man. Period. That's I mean, what I see. I feel the same way. And, and the guy like that was saying... No room, bro. You hitting on the head, yo. Preach. And the guy that was saying, well, it was under Luke Walton. I, I, man, I have watched and I have been to several games, bro. When he was there, when before they drafted Kuzma, the year before they drafted Kuzma, Julius Randle was the man. With, with Kobe there and all that, Julius was the one that was getting the ball, right? Julius was, he's a bull in a china shop. You know what I mean? And when Kobe was there, he didn't have that because Kobe was basically the leader of the team, obviously. You know what I mean? The next year, him and D'Angelo Russell was like, okay, this is going to be our year uh, with Brandon Ingram, right? Because, you know, Magic tried to set everything up through Brandon Ingram. But Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram was the main two people on the squad, right? D'Angelo Russell got traded. That's how they end up getting Cal Kuzma, right? Cal Kuzma came in and he, he was setting the league on fire his rookie year. He came out of nowhere and he was stealing some of that thunder from uh, Julius Randle. And you saw the body language between the two. You know what I mean? Kuzma was like, you know, he was cool with everybody, but Julius Randle was standoffish, had an attitude, was pouting. You know what I mean? Even though he was starting getting the majority of the minutes, Kuzma was coming off the bench. You see what I'm saying? And then, like I said, when he went to the Pelicans, it's just been a continuous thing from wait, college. Wait, to what happened he when, he went, when he went to the Pelicans? He had he had situations like that as well with the Pelicans, but it wasn't as obvious. You know why it wasn't as obvious? Because he had Rondo there. He had Rondo there. Rondo is, well, was, because he's an older man now. You know what I mean? But Rondo is the definition of a leader. You know what I mean? Rondo, he will he will pull you to the side, and he will be in your face and in your ear. Yo, you know what in, I mean? in that one year that right. he was that he was down there, man, uh, he mostly came off the bench. And then when Anthony Davis got hurt, he played with Gary, uh, well, not Gary Payton, uh, Alfred Payton, at the end of that season. That was the only time. It was like the last two months of the year. Uh, it was Anthony Davis was out for the year, so Julius Randle mm-hmm. never had time to clash with Anthony Davis. He was always coming off the bench. One thing I will will say, though, that you can see it's interesting about Julius's career, because even when he first came to the Knicks, uh, you know, he felt like and, and, you know, he thought he was about to be the man. And then you had uh, the Morris twin uh, took his thunder as well. And so it was interesting at that particular moment, the Knicks got him up out of there. I think they brought back a first round or right a late first round pick, if I'm not mistaken. For uh for Morris, I can't. I don't know why Quickly I'm picked. bad with names tonight, but uh but yeah. So uh it's very interesting because at that particular time, he was clearly the best player, the better of the two in the moment. But obviously, you're not going to hitch your wagon to the old vet when you had a 23 year old Julius uh, at the time, a 24 year old Julius at the time. Yeah. So finally, he gets traded, and Julius gets the situation that he's been dying for. And like I said, don't get it twisted, man. The guy, when he's in that situation, he does his thing. The problem that I have with it is that I don't think his style of leadership and play is going to be conducive for 
uh, since uh, uh, sustaining winning seasons. Whereas I Thank look at you. a player like Obi Toppin who just comes in, mops up the floor with rebounds, hits corner threes, hits threes at the top, brings energy, puts pressure on defense, and is a lightning rod in the fast break. I look at that and I just say, you know, if you say value-wise, you know, uh, if Julius Randle is a, a, a eight at his best, I say, well, Obi at his best is a 7.5, and it's worth losing Julius, in my opinion, moving him out the way to start Obi. Because I look at the position and say, even if you brought in Donovan Mitchell, for example, I'd still rather see Obi at power forward. Why not? But we, you know, we, I just, we've seen Obi at power forward. Because he's going to run through a wall for you. He's going to do everything that the coach asks, and he ain't going to be pouting. He ain't going to be shouting. Yeah, he but we've seen him start, he though. Gonna still, exactly. We've seen Obi start, though. What did Obi do when he started? He started a few times. 100%. All he was I'm solid, is, but it wasn't nothing crazy. All I'm saying is you said, right, like everyone agrees in this room, we do need better point guard play. But even if we had Donovan Mitchell, if I woke up yesterday and Donovan Mitchell was the starting point guard of the Knicks and Tibbs was still coaching and Julius is on the team, I still don't see what it does for RJ I don't know what it means for uh, Mitch and Sims. I just think that the roles become a lot clearer because at the end of the day, as good as Julius can be when he's alone and there's no help, I would much rather see because I think Obi fits into the power forward the same way Mitch fits into the center role. And you see how Mitch developed as a center. And I just imagine Obi developing as a four, RJ developing as a two, three. You know, like okay, I see what you're saying. So you're, a so guy who can handle, and now he's going to his right. So you're basically saying we need to get a point guard filling that role while going with RJ, Ob, etc. Right? I'm saying even yeah. quickly, even quickly. Me, all I'm saying is that if I had to put all my chips on the Vegas table, I'd rather go with filling the point guard and continue on with the combination of RJ and Randall versus having well, Ob in that starting lineup question. because that's Sorry. proven. That OB stuff, we seen OB start. OB could play, thing, but we but also I, saw I'm not OB sure if OB's a starter in the playoffs. Yet in the and we seen Julius Randle play Houdini and disappear in the playoffs. You see, what I'm saying that, and just like the brother Ben, was forget just the saying, playoffs. Have we the seen? Way that have we Julius seen OB Randall carry play any is weight? not sustainable. You can have exactly. good players, role players that kill himself to basically but, be the man. Great stuff that would help you, bro. Bro, I don't know if it's a good idea if the Knicks blow it up and get rid of Randle. It's a bad look in the league. You just get. You just gave this it's guy money. It's only getting rid of one player. It's not blowing it up, man. Yo, dog, well, hold on. You have to understand the perception, dog. Free agents already don't want to come here. They're going to see a nigga who had an all-NBA season. Fucking the next year, all of a sudden, the team checked out on him. What is that going to say for the rest of the league? No, man? no, no. That no, shit is no, crazy. Like that. Go, that sounds crazy. The team is incomplete. Y'all just bail out? I no, it's, but it's not like that. About perception. Like, you know, they didn't... I, I can't even remember who, who made this point where I heard it from, but... You know, the Knicks were worried about sending Kev Knox to the G League. Bro, we fucked up with Melo. It was a bad look when he dipped out. We can't fuck up with another player like that. It's too early just to bail out on the dude. I, I, it looks I, I bad. You can't I be can... like, you want to attract free agents you, and you do shit I'll, like that. I'll tell you one thing, though. Julius makes me feel, he gives me those same porzingis vibes, you know? like, And that's what it is. Nah, like, KP was a you, bitch. Julius you, is not that, man. Come on. Okay, hold on. Look, look, hold I, on. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not speaking about uh, what the man has, you know, as far as, 
you know, within his his abilities and his, his you know, he's a man. He's a no, man. I'm talking man, about, of course. Randall could I'm, play 82 game season. KP had the gas mask on after the first 10 games, man. You can't trust nobody and, like that. True. But what I'm saying is Julius, will he ever be last year's Julius? To me, no. We're not it's looking like, for that, though. For, for, we're not looking what, for that, man. Uh, so then, what, so then, that. what is he? What is he worth? Then that's my point, bro. He's, he's worth the contract we have him now, Julius, which is not. A, it's not a max deal. He's not worth it. Twenty ten and five, dog. We don't have it under a max deal. We got twenty no, ten and five. What is twenty ten and what did they yo, do? Yo, not about his stats, though. Yo, it's his mentality. We already know bro, Orlando is tight. So wait, hold on. So y'all, y'all saying, y'all saying, get rid of him and then put Obi in in as a replacement. Because look, it, it we goes it goes back to what we were saying That's far as building concept, a team. Man. You know what I mean? Because he he putting up stats, man. I've seen many players put up awesome stats, but it don't amount to nothing. It don't amount to nothing. If you're gonna if you're if you're dead set on having Julius Randle as your main one of your main pieces, right? You're gonna have to deal with his attitude. You're gonna have to deal with his pouting. You're gonna have to deal with his uh, team breaking down team chemistry. You're gonna have to deal with all of that. And it, it, is that worth it, or do you want to put somebody in there that you at least know is going to go out and bust his butt for you? And you know what I mean? What, every eleven freaking, and seven every, every game? game, while that money that you, that money or that talent that you got for trading Randall can be another player that developed because you forgetting you still got uh um the kid y'all got from Atlanta coming you know That's coming. I was just saying before, before you still got Cam Reddish. Bro, which is another unproven guy, man. Hold on, let me ask you a question. That dude has the same ups. That dude has. Have we ever seen anything from Obi that said Obi could drop fifty in the game so far? Because Randall can go up to that level in a good night. We've seen it. I don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. But why would you go for somebody that has? That doesn't make any sense. Randall has proven night in night out he could carry a squad. More than just one player, bro. That's we don't. The pool of people that can just. It doesn't make sense. The risk is not high enough to blow up what what we got. Last year, right? What did Julius Randle do in the playoffs? With all the numbers, with an incomplete squad, you've never seen seen that type of uh, uh, output from an all star before. Off the strength of that alone, if this was like outside looking in, that guy would have been a free agent somewhere else. But we loved him, so we wanted him back. But and, 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 like I, I, that performance would have got a guy great, great year last year. Obi Toppin had good games in the playoffs last year. Julius was horrible, bro. Yeah, that's I, a I, playoff I would, series, I man. We talking about a play, playoff. yo, bro. Julius Randle year one, just coming off the bench, playing a few minutes. My man was dropping like twenty points off rip. He's shown that he, he has that potential, man. He can, yo, you can clearly see he's a better all around player than Obi. He has more natural skill sets. But to, to, to blow everything it's, up for the risk a, of Obi, do you, do you remember the, the comments, risk the comments ain't worth I made the reward, about, uh, man. The risk the, is not the, worth the reward. Blow it up. The comments, the comments I made about Marcus Morris, for example, Julius Randle, in my opinion, right now, is basically that. Marcus Morris was dropping 30 and winning games for the Knicks, and he was the man. Oh, Marcus Morris and, started doing that in year 13. There's a difference. But my point is, it doesn't matter. My point that is, doesn't matter. That's, that's, that's not Marcus Morris's player be. archetype, bro. He that's never not, did that. That's not that's not sustainable for, for multiple seasons as a style of winning. <laughs> that's not, man. Like, that is sustainable in a contract year, which Julius was in. 
And, you know, it's sustainable on a losing basketball team. And that's the thing. You're comparing a player who's always averaged 13 points a game for his whole career. You're comparing him to Julius Randle. No, no. Marcus Morris averaged 13 points for his whole... The season Marcus Morris was having with the Knicks. That was the only season season where his points jumped up like almost 10 to 12 points, man. That's the only season. Look at all his seasons before. He's an 11 to 13 points per game player. 100%. But... But can't look compare at him Julius, Julius. Randall at the end of the day, look at every team in the NBA. And this is sometimes how I look at these these plays. You have to. You look at the 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 other uh the other players. Who who's the dude that was in uh was it Sabonis? Uh you know, he was uh what he was an all-star last year, and what did the what did the Patriots do? They traded him. You know, obviously they acquired a, a player that they want to build with, but I just feel like in this league, as much as you say the Knicks need a point guard, you know. I look at RJ and Cam Reddish, and for me, if that's going to be my potentially, I mean, why not put Cam at the three, RJ at the two, and obviously we got a bunch of guys that can run the one, but you'll get a point guard, okay. But why not? At that point, if you got RJ and you got Cam Reddish and you got a point guard, what the hell do you need with Julius You LA guys are stuck on names, man. You you LA guys are stuck on names. What do you need with him? Cam Reddish, what has he done? He's been in the league for four years. What proof of concept are you going to go with Randall and you're going to go with Cam Reddish? He has a higher upside than than, than RJ or just as high. You can see it, man. Bro, man, yo, man. Check this out. LA guys, man, stuck on the names, man. This is going to help your argument out. Julius Randall averaged 21 and 9 with the Pelicans, right? Coming off the bench. What did the Pelicans do that year? Got rid of them. Let him go. Yeah, 21 and 9. Go. And then, look, then the years after that, right? What did, what did he do with you guys the first two years? He was there. I mean, I don't really remember Probably much. Probably 18 I, I points a game. He was overshadowed by Marcus Morris uh, most of the first year. Then they got rid of Marcus and Julius stepped up. Open the lane. What was his stats? You know? The first two. He years. averaged his first year there. He averaged nineteen and ten, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, last year he averaged twenty four and ten, and then this year the man's averaging twenty and ten, but he's shooting only forty one percent from the field. Mm-hmm. Now you a big man. Your strength is your your strength is your physicality and being able to get to the basket good and point, you're good shooting point. 41% from the field, bro. Good point. 41%. But let me ask you a question. As a big man, right? Because you, you, you mentioned physicality. So when you get yeah. physical, you down low. Who's who's setting Randall up to get the ball down low? Who's setting him up to do that? Or is Randall forced to dribble and fucking, you know how Randall ain't got no handles. He has to go down there himself. How many times have oh. you seen that? But that's the point that we're trying to tell you. Even when he had a point guard setting him up, he still was not that guy that's going to lead you. This is the whole argument. Julius Randle, if you're looking for Julius Randle to be your A or your B, he is not that. Julius Randle is a C player. He's your third option. Once again. And, and, and that's the argument that I'm making, is if you want Julius to be your third, or you don't need him. Because I look at, I look at guys who are on the roster right now, uh, like I said, if you bring in an all-star, RJ automatically is your number two. And then I'm looking at who's a three. Don't it tell me it's Cam, Cam Reddish. Reddish. Don't it could t- be don't quickly. T- it could be Toppin. No, man. Don't 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 it say it's be, Cam Reddish. It man. could be Mitch. You don't need the production that Julius is able to give you. You don't need it because all the other pieces we have mesh so perfectly. What are those other pieces, man? Don't don't tell me you're referring to Cam Reddish as one of those pieces. We got to see the proven concept. 
All Man, you're, you're asking for is to blow up what we already got. You're asking to blow that up for, to take a chance or something we've never seen as proven. No, 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 no. With Cam Reddish, I feel the same way about Cam as I do with Obi. I don't need him to be an all-star. I've seen him get on the court, play defense, go for the boards, go for the blocks, go for the he does lane. not go for boards, man. He's the, not a rebounder. That's one of the knocks uh, against didn't him. Didn't he hurt himself going for a board or maybe no, it was he went he went up for a block. But same. I, I loved it. It's what a shame that he had to end the season though? on that play. But you know what? I looked at that play and he, that's a guy right there. And that's one of the main reasons why I say you It's a guy fit. at times, man. He goes on cruise control sometimes. It's a guy hey, at but, times. But Julius doesn't? Right. Right. I, and then I'm also Cam the Reddish did man. Have I'm to... just saying. I'm you saying, but you're telling me that Julius is a, is a guy. Cam is tough. I'm just saying that he's tough. But look at Julius's averages versus Julius. Look at Julius' career averages versus Cam. No, Cam been in, it's about to be his fifth year. Look at that. Both of their careers. It's two different players. If you similar, just look at no, what they did, that's because, because that's because Julius. How, how is similar, man? Randall averaged like 15 more points per game than dude, man. And he also averaged more minutes and more opportunities, bro. It's not just see, this is this is the problem with stats, right? Because you don't comparing errors and comparing players, right? You gotta look at their usage rate. You gotta look at the opportunities. He didn't hardly get an opportunity in in, in Atlanta. Not at all. He's also been hurt a lot. The time that he did, he showed that he showed the potential that everybody saw in him in the draft. You know what I mean? He's not he really he's okay. Not it, he, it, if that was the case, why did his, his own squad court, pass up on him? He just needs consistency and an opportunity. If that was the case, why did his own squad pay everybody on that roster and then build on him? Explain that. They paid look everybody. At the, look at all they got on their roster. The Hawks have a lot. Man. The, they got a whole lot of wings, bro. They got wings that would start for just about every darn team in the NBA, bro. That's why. And that's why if I'm the Knicks, just to exactly prove my point. I'm, I would have no issue sliding Obi in there and acquiring another four or moving Julius and that first round pick. And that's why I don't mind the winning right now, because at the end of the day, the Knicks have been a lot of things in these past couple of years. But like truly, I mean, that might be just my opinion. Truly, they haven't been inept and dumb as far as evaluating talent. So when I look at the Knicks, I'm, I'm thinking, OK, they're probably thinking the hell with the lottery. We'll win as many games as we need because that pick might be up out of here. And then my thought process started thinking, hmm, why would you get rid of a first-round pick? I don't know. Maybe to package it with Julius Randle because who the hell is going to take him? That's all I started thinking when, when I see this four-game winning streak. Because I don't think you can trade Julius without including a pick like that. So then I start saying, well, hell. I, I, think, I forget the guy who tweeted it, but I responded. I said, the hell with that pick. It's going to be up out of here anyway, because the way I'm thinking, Obi slides into the four spot. I don't even know, man. I mean, who knows what's, what's out there? I mean, use your imagination. Would you package even, uh, I don't know, uh, Mitch and Randall to get Cat? I, I don't know what's available. All I know is that if I'm looking at this situation and Tibbs is coming back, I don't see, uh, you know, Julius Day. If Tibbs is gone, then I don't know what coach comes in and says, oh, yeah, I, I want Julius. I don't know. And that's why I feel like it's a problem. Yeah, I don't you know. Because, once again, I don't know what, what's the crossroads for the team if they're trying to rebuild or if they're trying to go forward with the roster that they got. Me, I'm assuming from what they what they have, like in Leon Rose, World Wide West, 
they they're going forward with this roster, man. And they're just be. gonna try to fill in the holes with what we got. They're not gonna be like, oh, we're gonna blow everything up to go with Obi and Cam Reddish. I don't think so. No, I, all I'm simply I'm simply talking about it from from the standpoint that when you look at the Bulls, when you look at Miami, two teams that we just beat back to back. Yeah, but those it's the squads, end of the season, well, you, bro. You threw and squeeze in Detroit. It's the but, end of you know, the season, man. When when you look at those squads on this particular team. Uh, Julius Randle is supposed to be Jimmy Butler. He's not. On this particular team, Julius Randle is DeMar DeRozan. He is not. And who's who's, who's trying to come and play with him, too? I mean, just to piggyback off of your point, nobody's knocking down the Knicks' door to come and play with Julius Randle. And that's part of the problem. And they might not be coming to play with Tibbs, either. And that's fine, because I think there's enough youth on the squad already and if there's a Zion move to be made, why not entertain the idea? But again, I don't know. It's the only bad part dream. about Zion is that he plays for the franchise where Julius came from last. But a pipe I mean, dream, hell, man. if 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 uh, Zion played for the Grizzlies, or you know, uh, I don't know, just pick a team, you know, then I, I would think that that's an all-day trade right there. The the 14th overall in Julius Randle for Zion, sign it up because you know why. Because if Zion is going to be anything, yes, I'd rather wait and see than stick with Julius. Because it's just not worth it. All right, bro. But skip out on Zion because he's pretty much locked in over there. Just like, I that's think a they should be trying to look at Jalen Bronson, man, and try yeah, to bring him in. Keep him more realistic, bro. Zion, that Zion move not going to happen now. Maybe a couple what, years what, down the what, what, do you, what do you honestly think, though, about about Tibbs? I mean, yeah, honestly. I mean, I agree with you right there. Tibbs, the only issue with Tibbs is like, Okay, we have Leon Rose. He keeps drafting young guys, tri- making trades for Cam Reddish, another young guy. But then Leon Rose signs, resigns older guys. I don't, I don't know what fucking direction they're doing. And Tibbs is not playing the younger guys, so I'm like, is everybody on the same page? Like, right. I, I just be wondering what, what's going on. Like, Leon Rose seems like he's one foot in, one foot out. We're going young versus going vet. And then Tibbs, I th- I think they we all, all know, were, we, we all know I what direction Tibbs were. is in. But this last run that we've seen from the Knicks, I think is just undeniable, man. You know, even last year, there had to be a part of, of everybody that says what Julius is doing is too good to be true. I mean, honestly, and and I am guilty of the same, you know, but at the same time, so, and I remember this feeling. Think back to last year, 10, 15 games. You were like, damn, this guy came to play. 30 games you're like oh it's not dropping off you know it was like a surprise you know 50 games in you were like god damn the Knicks got themselves a legitimate all-star I can't believe it and then final 10 games of the year he was a little bit you know he dropped off and you thought man either he's burned out or he's you know he'll he'll pick it up for the playoffs and when it didn't pick up I just said man I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a drop off like this ever you know and that's when that that was another thing like as high as his high was his low was just as low and that was another thing where I was like man this is bad you know like I was really worried about that and so for the Knicks to be where they are this year for the highlight of the season to be Obi dropping 19 off the bench RJ dropping 20 plus per game since December uh, quickly. Wait, why you said it like that? Since December, huh? right? Since December. 
uh, whatever. Since uh, since the new still year, averages uh, lower I'm than Julius. Sure. Who's that? Who's That's that? RJ. Oh, I don't listen, man. I, I don't. The thing with with Julius and points, I understand what you're saying, but I just think that even when I watch RJ, uh, even as he played tonight, I mean, see, the thing is, when you're 22 and you're whatever age Julius is, unfortunately, Julius Randle has not been uh, given a fair shake throughout his career, and that's yeah, no 100 agree. That. But but at the end of the reason day, for that. I am not going to uh, do the same thing to the next player, whether it's Obi, whether it's uh, whether it's RJ, or whoever else should be the one and the two on this team. I'm not going to do the same thing to them that was done to him. It's not our fault. We, you know, we didn't draft him. He's not our mess up. Yo, he but we're, we're paying him on a discount where he only averaged four more points higher last season than he normally does. That's it, man. It's I not a big deal. That, but it's, it's, it's not like we're sacrificing the whole cap. Points, you know Yo, everyone I mean? act like we're giving him the Allen Houston contract, bro. No, it's no, so no, no. weird. It's, it's, not, it's not about the contract he has. It's about his identity. Like, when you think about the Knicks and you think about uh, Julius Randle's season last year. Son, he's our I, player. I, we rocking I, with him, man. I feel like he, he's... That's all it is. You're not he's, blowing he's this shit up. in the nothing. way of what, who the Knicks could really be. I really believe that. Look... The Warriors got rid of Mark Jackson, and I and and so for a lot of ways, when you're talking about a coach or a player, I get it. It's two different things, but there was something there that they looked at Mark Jackson and said, "Man, this guy is doing a lot, but he's not what we want moving forward." And when I look at the pulse of the room, I see what the Knicks' young players are doing. I'm ready to cut bait with Julius right now, uh, truly, because I just can't see how he fits with those dudes he was in his own mix of young dudes in la and and he was a young dude then now he's the older dude in the same type of room full of young dudes why should he uh make it in this room he's not a part of this young room he for he couldn't even make it in his own young room you understand what i'm dude, saying his timeline lines up with rj's man but anyway at the end of the day cam radish reminds me of marvin bagley bro he's an injury away from being a step slow like him. <laughs> i'm sorry hey, bro hey, you're not we're not it's, getting rid of julius Randle for fucking cam reddish unless cam reddish no some shit. but for but for but he's living off that ncaa hype man when, i ain't falling for that shit when the knicks drafted obi what what was what was uh what was going through your mind at the time were you thinking julius trade or were you thinking perfect backup for julius or i mean what it looks like today that he could be even though julius is you know quote unquote the better talent as far as being the you know he's better with the ball in his hand he can actually lead a team he's done it and it's proven as far as just obi Toppin being you know a lightning rod off the bench or or wherever he's coming to do you you don't look at Obi as a as a, as a guy who was brought here specifically to eventually replace Julius? That was that looked like that was the plan, right? And then the pandemic joint happened, and then the bubble season. You know what I mean? So Julius <laughs> went off, and it caught him off guard. They and then they they paid him. You know, he looked like he took no, a step it's above. True. It's fair enough, man. I but, agree. But I mean, the look, way I the way right the way he jumped up in his stats was not crazy. From what he normally does. Everyone knew that he could do that. And then they seen it. They're like, all right, we're going to sign him. It's not like we're giving him Allen Houston money. 
We're just giving him a contract. I feel like a lot of the fan base confused that contract last year and the expectations of it. They're like, oh, we're paying him max money. Maybe it's a subconscious thought, but I don't know. They're treating him like he got the Allen Houston deal. So yeah, he reminds me of Allen. You remember, yeah, I remember Al Jefferson. Yeah, Al Jefferson. Yeah, I remember yeah. Yeah. Al Jefferson to give you stats, 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 but he never could carry a team. He averaged a double-double. And that was that was the other thing, too, that, uh, you know, as much as Julius deserves a lot of credit, like I said, man, without Derrick Rose last year, where were the Knicks? Probably right where they are right now. Exactly. I agree with you. But that's the same problem that we have right now. We have no point guard. Imagine if we didn't have Derrick Rose at all. That's what happened this season. There's no Kimba. True. That shit but flopped. No Derrick Rose. The only option is give the ball to quickly in crunch time situations. Sometimes he's erratic. He's young, yes. And then the other option, give the ball to Julius in a, in a fucking on top of the key. So now he got to do some awkward dance to get some guy open or, or awkward shot True. off. This shit's been weird all season, here's, man. Here's one thing that I will piggyback on and say that, though. It's a, it's a very interesting point. Going into next year, in a perfect world, Derrick Rose is healthy enough to start the season because I think the experience that the young ball handlers are getting right now, I'm good with Rose. I'm good with Quick. I'm good with McBride. I'm no, good we with need Grimes. one more person. We need one more person to yeah, fully absolutely. get that starting Absolutely. Role. But so now here's the flip to that. Who realistically can the Knicks get rid of to open the space for said person? Okay. And to me, the answer is Julius Randle. Oh. But you're gonna have to package a, a draft pick. And and that's and I and so I look at that and I say, hmm, I don't know who's out there. I haven't looked at who's on expirings. I haven't even looked at free agency at all because honestly, uh, until about two weeks ago, I wasn't even really paying attention closely. I was kind of just waiting for the season to end. So, you know, I can just get over this, man. I'm a Jets fan. I'm, you know, I'm a Knicks fan, man. Shit, man. I mean, uh, I'm 34. Will I make it to see what, what this line Coolio said back in the day? 24 now, will I live to see something more, whatever? That's how <laughs> I feel rooting for the Knicks and the Jets, man. My heart can't take it, bro. Nah, but, man. You know, it, it must have been like that, that leftover man. Jets stress, man. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. The leftover stress I'm from a being a Jets fan. fan. So hang in there, bro. It gets better. <laughs> oh, hey, but don't worry about <laughs> oh, Julius, man. He's going to be once straight, they, they, Hey, they, they, funny thing with them, right? They they went to the playoffs the year I was born in 88. And they went this year. I said, wow, unbelievable. I didn't know it was that bad. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, we'll know one a playoff game or whatever, right? 34 years? Right. My God. And I endured every last one of them. <laughs> Jeez, man. As bad as, you know, as bad as uh, people can say the Knicks or the Jets. I mean, hell, the Knicks did win a playoff game last year. I mean, I guess that counts for something. Look, Ju Julius is here, man. So I just I just don't see him being a complimentary role player. I see him as being the lead player on a 500 at best basketball team. And, and that's just really what it comes down to. That's really that's what sucks about it. He is good, but I, right. I just don't see him fitting. Yep. And that's what I've always said. There's never been his talent, man. He's talented. He's talented as all get out. But it's the other, you know, other intangibles where he comes up short. And you can't build a team, you know, off of those, uh, the lack of communication, the lack of uh, leadership ability. 
Absolutely, man. It's you know, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I'm looking at I'm I'm locked in the MSG right now, all the way out in Chicago, man. Watching Ob, they showed the same dunk like seven times. You know, Ob topping is interesting, man. You know, and and I noticed something about uh, RJ too. Around the time when we played, what was it, the Lakers and the Heat, the first time or the second time, uh, when you know after the game, Bam was was talking about. RJ and LeBron spoke about RJ and you know what's crazy about it I don't know that he was even I mean he was balling but I don't even know if he looked as true then as he does now and it just shows me like man he took whatever little uh compliments those guys were throwing his way and he was basically it seems like he's in a position right now to you know, to really hone in and blow the fucking lid off. And I'm hoping that it happens, man. When I see this guy spinning and finishing with his right, I mean, I always looked at RJ as he didn't have a lot of bounce. But then I started thinking, you know, about some players that used to piss me off that I couldn't stand. Mainly, the the one that comes to mind is Paul Pierce. That's what I was about to and, say. That's exactly what Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And I say, man. Somehow Pierce, think about this, Pierce was in the finals with, of course, Garnett and Ray Allen, but Pierce was in the finals going up against Kobe, you know, and and not just like in the finals and, oh, I'm happy to be here. I mean, like, Pierce was that dude for a long time, you know what I mean? And when when I look at, when I look at basketball, I just, you know, for me, there were a handful of uh, fours that were the man and led their team. But another thing that gets me with Julius is that for me, I would still rather my best players or my my leads to be, you know, the the, the wing or the point. Now, the thing is, we've seen uh, great fours out there. But I don't I mean, Tim Duncan is questionable if he was a four or five. Honestly, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, there were some guys out there, but I don't think Julius can be as good as those fours. I actually do think RJ can be as good as those wings. Call me crazy, but I do believe RJ seems to be capable of uh, being Paul Pierce, you know, or, or even Kawhi, whatever. I mean, or the guys he played in the past two, three nights, Jimmy Butler and, uh, and uh, you know, DeRozan. I mean, I mean, why not? You know, and that's that's what I'm looking at with the 22 year old. Uh, You know, when you look up in Boston, you see Tatum. I didn't believe in Tatum like like other people did. I really didn't. I looked at him. I said, he's all right. He's all right. Good young player. And then it just seemed like because I don't watch Boston every night. Seems like out of nowhere, he all of a sudden became that dude. And I'm looking at what the Knicks have. And I'm like, well, shit. We, we have to put the chips in RJ. I, I don't think we have a choice. You know, he was the number three pick. He was the guy that was drafted after Ja. And when you look at that draft, you know, Ja's doing his thing and RJ was left off every list for two fucking years. It's unbelievable. He wasn't on the rookie list. He wasn't on the... I don't even think he got invited to the rookie and sophomore or whatever the game is they call last year. Maybe he did. I don't remember. But it's like, man, they don't give a damn about him. Uh top 25 under 25 or whatever the list is he's not on the list i'm like god damn are they serious 
and and you know maybe that's part of my uh my confusion too it's like people don't even see this guy but you know i mean you it's hard to miss him now but you know i'm 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 totally content with moving forward as rj as the best player on the team and whatever has to happen for that to happen that the, if the knicks if the knicks are are what i think they are you know moving like an organization that has some damn sense that's the that's the card they're going to play so if julius will stay around in a supportive role and dive for loose balls and hit open shots and set picks and Humble rebound. <laughs> if he'll do all the things that I know Obi Toppin was willing to do, yeah, then he can stay. And see, I'm gonna drop this on you too because I, I heard him say, "You think Obi gonna do that? Obi, this, this, that." Obi is a hard worker, and one thing that I can tell you with hard workers and with gym rats, you never underestimate them. Look at Jimmy we Butler. Jimmy too. Butler was drafted late in the first round. He worked his butt off. Uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard, when he came in, he was only really mainly known as being a defensive player. He yeah. worked his butt off. When you have somebody that has a desire to be great, and Obi is not just about, I want to be a great player, but representing where he's from. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't ever count those players out and belittle those that players. Was a part those of the players pain, get yeah. That was a part of the pain I had when this uh, trade deadline came around and Obi's name was getting tossed around by fans on the internet. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Let at least let his uh, let him stick around because you just don't know with that guy. No, you no, that wasn't I mean? us. That was y'all Laker fans. That wasn't us. <laughs> I look, look, look. I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Laker fan. You know, I'm on hiatus right now because of LeBron. <laughs> As soon as we got LeBron, I was LeBron, like, all right, I'm out. Hold as up. soon as he got LeBron, I was like, I'm oh, out. <laughs> man. And and you know what's funny, man? I was having these crazy thoughts like, man, you know, the Knicks should just trade Julius to, to the Lakers and bring Melo we'll, back. We'll man. take we'll take that. I was I was looking at the situation. I was like, man. You know, is uh, there's there's gonna be a move to be made. But I don't know. You know, here's another thing I I'll say with Julius, man. He he is under contract, the ball is in his court. And I would be as happy as anybody if he came back next year somehow and added a point guard or did something and there were some kind of changes and he was still around and he was balling. It is what it is. You know, I would I would be the first to tell you I was wrong. But my hope is that they just somehow <laughs> get him up out of there, man. Yo, if they do get Julius Clyde out of Frazier, there. Somebody going to grab that dude, nah. pull him to the side and talk to him about humility. Nah, oh, that too. Maybe you know, you know what it is? If they do trade Julius, best believe some of your favorite Knicks are going to be out with him. They're going to trade him maybe, for a real maybe, piece. So maybe, maybe the Knicks have enough draft cap where we don't need to. Nah, they're, yeah, they're going to package Julius with OB <laughs> or Julius with uh, Cam Reddish. Best believe some of your favorite Knicks are going to go. If Julius yeah, gets packaged, I can see. I can see uh, some of your favorite players going to go along Cam, with him. Uh, Cam being tossed in a trade, but again, I you know, and that's all because of timing and and contracts. And you're absolutely right about that. You know, if uh, if Cam had more years left, uh, I could totally see the Knicks looking at this year's draft and saying, yeah, you know what, he's worth uh, a mid round first. So we'll get rid of the first in Julius and and keep Cam. But obviously. Like you just said, I mean, you mentioned earlier about the timing and 
And that's where everything gets tricky. But I've seen, you see these other franchises do it. They identify who the guy is, if they have one, or if they think there's going to be one, and they make room for him. And and I appreciate what Boston did for Tatum, because who's uh, who they send? They sent uh, they sent somebody to, uh, well, did they send him to the Hornets? What was the signing trade? Uh, or whatever it was, um, who the hell ended up on the Hornets? Um, you talking about scary, uh, scary, scary. Uh, yeah, man. You Terry know, Rozier. He, he, yeah, see, he, he was he was balling, you know, up in uh, up in Boston. And uh, truthfully, I didn't see any reason to get rid of him. But I guess obviously you got Jalen Brown. But I mean, it doesn't look that hard to me. You get Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and I'm thinking, okay, you got R.J. Barrett and fill in the blank. It's really not that hard. <laughs> to me, I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, you're right there. Is is he on the team? Is it quickly? Is it one of the, you know, one of the uh, rookies from this year. I don't know, but I saw what Boston did. That's my goodness. You got Brown, you got Tatum. The rest is history. You know, they brought back a vet or two. And I look at the Knicks and I say, I'll take guys who are, uh, you know, veterans. But uh, I don't look. I just look at Julius as, um, you know, thank you for your contributions, but. Uh, let's open it up for Obi. Damn, you a cold motherfucker, man. You said, you said, you said, you said, <laughs> fuck your, fuck your all, all, all NBA season. F- forget all that, and just we're gonna keep man. you to the side now. Thank you, thank you. Come again, did, and all free agents you, welcome. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Them free agents gonna be looking at you like you crazy, man. No, nah, they won't because they're gonna be looking and saying, "Thank God you got rid of this guy." I'll gladly come play with RJ and Mitch Robinson. I'll gladly come play with with IQ. Uh, you know, I'll gladly come play with Obi Toppin. Trust me, man. Nah, Trust man. Me. They're going to be looking at you like, yo, you know how, how how hard it is to make it to all NBA, and then you're going to kick me out after that? Uh, hey, nah, I'll, I'll sit down We're and I'll check tell out them, on that shit. we created the space for Julius to have the best career, best year of his career. We, we created that space. How the hell? We, what space you created, man? We got rid of Marcus Morris because he was going to stunt the whole thing. Nah, f- forget that. That was two years ago, man. We had to get I rid know. of him we, to gain a pick. We opened it up. All I'm saying is Julius. One thing that Julius talk about had this in season. New York, How'd you open it up for this season? LA, and he didn't have in New Orleans. But how'd you open it was, up for this season? Was complete autonomy. He was named the guy unofficially, officially. But bro, you said but you made this, the space. But where's the space? Because to me, they're still making the space. But you, you no. say fuck making the space now. Let's just stop doing it. Let's it's just start because over because it's clear. No, it's There's not. no more need to invest into Julius because R.J. Barrett is It's not is clear, here. man. How could it be clear it's if you, if you never clear, had a starting point it's guard? very clear. You RJ can't go from Barrett Alfred Payton to nothing, bro. We went from Alfred Payton to nothing. That's okay. Nothing. We got... Listen, you have a legit... You remember when, when KP was a rookie and and at that particular Oh, you got to stop comparing KP, man. He's no, nowhere no, no, near no. in this comparison. I'm, I'm only talking about the difference between RJ and KP is that when you had KP here, something he looked good when he did. And when he wasn't, he wasn't the thing with RJ, whether he was playing at the level he's playing now, whether he was, uh, the rookie that, you know, didn't really look comfortable shooting, whether he was the kid on the streak of, uh, shooting so poorly that you thought he might get benched at the end of the day rj never did two things or he did two things he never folded and he still consistently got better no matter what 
RJ Barrett is is on a trajectory that again some Folded. of the best players ever. When did Randall ever fold, man? What do you mean? When did Julius fold? Yeah, when did he fold? You make In it seem the like he gave up on a game. <laughs> Bro, if you guys hate, yo, just say I hate Julius. I'm going to burn his jersey Julius, like man, LeBron. See, see, that's the <laughs> problem. When somebody don't have an opinion that agrees with somebody else. No, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying his opinion is completely wrong. I, or like, Ju- I, I don't like him Julius because of his opinion. Nothing like that. Bro. I know what I, I, and this is what I'm saying. You, The issue with Julius Randle has never been talent. The issue with Julius Randle is his arrogance. When things don't go his way, he pouts. That's not what you need in a leader. I I understand That's that, the but problem this, with but, but only thing He's I'm pointing humble. out, only thing I'm pointing out is that you cannot take a risk by sending him away and then going with even younger guys. That's what I'm saying. You have, you have to look at who you got. You got Worldwide West and Leon Rose. They're not here to do that. Those dudes don't go from high to low. They're gonna go higher, man, and they have enough cap space and draft picks to make moves and build on top of what they already got. They're not going to okay, go so back. What, Bobby, Julius, you, what would you know Julius Randle take you, though? Right. That's what I... Like, you, you know what... Bobby We're not saying it's about. Julius. They're going to find that missing piece, which is the point guard, man. They're going to find that either they make a trade, they take advantage of someone wanting out of a team. It's World Wide West, man. Leon Rose, they're here for this exact reason, to negotiate and get deals done. Why the hell are we stressing for them to blow everything up? How do we know they're not making moves to build on top of what we got? We got Evan to space out the, the roster, shit. right? And, and I and I don't know that if you were somehow able to trade Julius away, I don't I don't think that that's blowing it up. Like I told you, the other the other vets that are on the team are frustrating from time to time as well. Uh, mainly being obviously when you scratch Kemba, you talk about Fournier and Burks. Uh, but even uh, so, look, look at Fournier Burks, even this year, Taj and last year, Rose. You look at the four of those guys and that gives me all the hope I need to know that the Knicks can get rid of Julius and bring in complimentary veterans that will be just fine. Whether you tell them to back up Obi, whether you, they start and Obi comes, whatever it is, I just know you don't need Julius Randle being a 40 minute a night player on this team because they'll never they'll it'll, it'll only be what you got last year it'll be him doing what he did uh you know basically putting the team on his back to go nowhere and and that's you know i, I think rj barrett 40 minutes versus julius randall 40 minutes it's two different things because i think one can play within the system within the teammates and one just can't and and I don't think RJ I don't think Julius is a is a is a fit. I really don't look at him as a piece that you can take cuz when you look around the league too, I mean there's not too many players like Julius. Like he, I think his it could be again, I could be crazy, but even when I was watching it last year, I thought from time to times like he was he was playing somewhat of the modern iso ball, but beyond that i just felt like he's not really rounded enough to be a player that you could even trade away even now when he was like you know last trade deadline where is he gonna fit you know like they wanted him to play point forward and i think from there the wrong mentality was developed 
And that's why I don't think he's the, he's a guy that you can use uh, long term for winning basketball. Because whatever they told him to do from the beginning probably messed his head up. And then he got good at doing whatever he was doing last year. But I just don't know what it's worth. I don't like even tonight. I'm looking at the, the, the I'm like, damn, why the hell is he even on the court? I don't want him taking a shot, you know, and apparently nobody else did either. They hit Burks in the corner. I think Julius was open at the key uh, at the, you know, at the top of the key. And he drove in and hit Burks in the corner. And that's the kind of, uh, you know, teammate I want. But, you know, Julius gets the ball. He's going to put the ball down. He's so he wasn't he wasn't down. that tonight. Like he only took nine shots. So he, he didn't see well, Brooks that, was cooking and let him coming, cook? That means that the Knicks, the Knicks are probably thinking what I'm thinking. And Julius is either he's going to have to come back next year with, an, with a mentality. You need to be a team player. You need to be more like Taj. You need to be more like this. Bro, man, I just realized, man, there's, there's some of our fan base. Did he make? Some of our fan base is going to drive Julius Randle out of the town, man. Holy shit. I think he's already, he already has a foot nah, out the door. Man. There's some, there's some like, yo, let's stir this shit up. No. Nah, I'm getting man. that vibe, man. I'm just like, sometimes damn. Sometimes he looks like he, I honestly, I swear to you, I thought he was going to demand a trade, like, at some point this season. I forget when it was. But, you know, to, to my surprise, he didn't. You know, and I guess. Wait, he, say that again. Likes, say that again. I thought he was going to demand a trade at some point earlier. Yeah, but that's like something that you thought. Deadline. That's something that you thought. Didn't mean it was yeah, going to be I real. Thought, I thought he would. But you know why I thought he would? It's just like uh, uh, the way that I don't remember what his. I know his shooting percentage was terrible. I know the Knicks weren't winning. And then I remember something happened on like the Knicks fan TV uh, broadcast where uh, basically the wife was, you know, coming at them. Uh, for saying whatever they were saying, criticizing her man. The thing is with Julius, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I look at Bill Belichick in football. He gets rid of all-stars all the time. So I, I, my point is I just don't see just because he had a good year. It, it, like for That's not enough for me to just say I like him with RJ. I like him with Quickly. Once again, I like him with once Mitch. Again, I like him with... You're stuck with, on that good year, bro. It was only four more points than what he already does. I'm not talking about the points, though, man. I'm talking about but overall. What mostly went up for him was scoring, and it only went up by four fucking points. My man been doing that in the league for a few years now, man. Over six years. So it proves that he's a good player. Yeah, but it's I'm like, like yo, we got I'm him on the low. You, but what has he done with those numbers? I mean, it goes back to what I said earlier. He's never, Look, he's never Al been Jefferson, on the team. Al Jefferson had those numbers, but does he have the ability to carry a team? Hold on, but Al Jefferson was in Charlotte consistently putting up those numbers. Yo, Julius Rand- Charlotte do with nothing. Him but Julius Randle has never consistently been somewhere. New York is the first place he's consistently been. Where it's like, yo, he has a future here. The Lakers were already were already going to get LeBron, so his future was capped in LA. And, and what he, happened? And what happened to y'all last year? What did he do in the playoffs? Yo, dog, that was that that was the breakout year. That was the second year breakout year. What am I supposed to clip him after two years? No, but what did he do? Okay, when a player is not hitting his shots, you have to fit. You have to work out situations in other places. That means you got to step up on defense. You need to be more of a playmaker setup instead of continuously shooting the same shots that you're missing 
game after game after game after game. And like I said, I've, I've been following him since he was at UK. I have no personal issues or personal vendettas against Julius Randle because the brother is very talented. But the brother's mindset is not worth It's not. You can't. And what's that mindset? Put everything on him. And what's you, the mindset? You, if he's not the if he's not the one, if he's not one A, and everything's not running through him, he's pouting and moping. That's crazy was for like a guy who came like off the bench LA. for most of his career. He was like that in L.A. when Kuzma got there, and Kuzma was still in his shine. And even though Julius Randle was starting, you you know you know what you'll see the truth. Pouting. You'll see the truth this offseason because I think there's only three two or three options realistically usually when a player feels like they're the star and they're being slighted they usually demand a trade so i when i look at julius i say this either he doesn't think as highly of himself or he doesn't care about winning or something else has got to give what i can see happening with him being traded to a city or a team that is in the position the Knicks were in when they got Julius, which basically is a place where they don't have anyone on the roster who the fan base can currently believe in. But I'm telling you right now, I've identified at least one player for sure in R.J. Barrett on this current team. So I look at it coming into the next season. It should be R.J. Barrett and the New York Knicks. If that's going to be a problem for Julius... You'll see. Either he'll demand the trade, or the Knicks will, or the rumors will start to come up. Something will happen. I feel now, like this he, season if, we, we, we're starting to see it. We started to see it already. It's, it's already R.J. Barrett in the New York Knicks. It started happening around February and the January when R.J. started taking over. Didn't you so see him now, tonight? He just my, had the ball in his hands. He even looked Julius's way. Yeah, but you know why? I mean, I don't know why, but I'm saying it's, it's ironic to me because that's exactly what Julius did to RJ all last year. And it pissed exactly. me off like, I don't know what. Rightfully so. RJ was not season. that guy. RJ was not claiming to be that guy. This he season, wasn't that guy. This season, but, you can see the but, confidence. But Julius has been doing that. Yo, you can see the confidence of RJ this season. He's trying to be that guy. 100%. Okay. He wasn't okay, like that well, last about, year. Well, he was, well, what about he was almost he was like the 1B. Say that again. What about when when he was with the Lakers? Then you talking because about that you just last said year. that he wasn't passing it. He wasn't passing it to R.J. Barrett because R.J. Barrett wasn't that guy. Well, you had several guys that was putting up numbers like him or better than him when he was with the Lakers, and he still wasn't trying to pass the ball. And when he wasn't getting the ball, and the other players were shining, he was pouting and moping. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to hold you. That Lakers team, I ain't gonna hold you. It was dysfunctional. <laughs> I'm not going to cap. They had Jordan Clarkson, D'Angelo Russell. Um, Lance Jr. No. Yeah, that, no, that's... I'm talking about. I'm talking about the year that I'm talking about the year they traded D'Angelo Russell when they got Cal Kuzma and uh, Josh Hart and them. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that last year. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe you're right. Randall was trying to, you know, get that because he knew he was going to be out of the team because he was about to hit unrestricted free agency. So yeah, you're probably right. He probably tried to get his contract year. Probably try to get a little shine. Who knows, man? Maybe you're right. I don't see why not. In that particular season, it, it it'll be is what what's most fun for me and why I'm I've been I've been an RJ guy because remember that that night. team that team wasn't his home it wasn't going to be his home and he was playing on a team that was kind of pointless they were they they, but, they, 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 were, they weren't they weren't they weren't trying to win or anything they were waiting to get who, LeBron 
which everybody knew LeBron was coming. Yeah, like but I said, he, he, but he, it's the same track record he's had ever since he was at UK. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, but I can't fault him. That's why I team, said. That's why I his said team let him know that they don't want him. They need to come and talk to him and humble him, so he can accept the fact. Okay, look, I may not be one A or I may not be one B. I may be one three. You see what I'm saying? Man, he's been the one B on the Knicks since January, man. He's been the one B. It's mad obvious right now. He's been the one B. We've been seeing it. And look at his body language. Exactly. He looks like he's not handling it very well at all. That's kind of like why. But like you said before, we'll see in the offseason. Like you said before. We'll see because next season is definitely going to be R.J. Barrett and the Knicks. Everyone can see that. The momentum has been happening since the beginning of the year. So next thing when it's RJ Barron and the Knicks and this dude starts looking wild crazy, then then you know it, it's gonna be a blow up. It's gonna be a blow up. Eventually it's gonna be a blow up. By next year, no, it's gonna be a blow it's, up. It's, it, you don't even need a blow up, man. Like, thank God for RJ, because without him you might see a blow up. But you don't need one. You got you got your drafted superstar in the making, and you know, that's but, it. It'll just the, be a but move. But the only here fucked up thing there. the only fucked up thing right now. Is that the Knicks fan base, instead of let it play out and let it come out, maybe they have a beef. Y'all instigating that shit. This shit is weird. It's almost like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, admit no, that no. shit. You know yeah, 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 me. admit that shit. It's like, from yo, me. who does from that? Me, it came from one place. It came from all of the people, even myself, two, three months ago. Fire tips, fire tips, fire tips, fire tips. That was at a time when I thought. Julius was still the best player on the team. Fire Tibbs. It looked right. It sounded right. It made sense. But now, since Tibbs has been here, your drafted number three overall pick is emerging. And for that, I cannot fire Tibbs. That's where it came from for me. Bro, all I can say, we all know the media, the way they cover the Knicks, is either super high or super low. There's no in-between. And for the fan base to instigate a beef... That shit. I mean, some of the fan base. I, I, I should say some of the fan base. That shit is nuts. When you see somebody pouting and, and, and shoving teammates and all that. Yo, but let's wait till it comes going out. Going crazy at the end of losses. Like, wow. They got gaslighting that shit. They got gaslighting it. Oh, he's my God. Crazy. What? No. It ain't gaslighting. He's done this everywhere Sorry. he's been, bro. Speculation. Yo, everybody turned into psychiatrists. Everybody trying to figure out, oh, look, this means hey, this. Bro. Yo, this shit is wild. Want to be real? I've been working in the mental health field for 14 years. No cap. Oh my God! You That's mental health motherfuckers, stay coming so on the you chat. You may want to say, you may want to say, you may want to say, you know, oh, everybody is a psychiatrist now. Well, I can tell you some stuff that I've seen. Like I told you, I've been following the dude since he was at UK. I was born in Dayton, Ohio. I lived there, you know, for 23 years. You see, what I'm saying I've been, and I told people on here before you got on. I've been a Laker fan for over 35 years. I follow every person that uh, the Lakers have traded. I follow Clarkson. I follow Kuzma. I follow Ingram. I follow Josh Hart. I followed all of them, right? Because they were Lakers, right? And I was a Dayton Flyer fan growing up. You see, what I'm saying I still but follow exactly. the You ain't follow like the Knicks. Squad. And what we tell you is that we know what we've been seeing. Tell you about Obi. I could tell you about Obi, and I could tell you about Julius Randle. The National College Player of the Year. It, but still, it ain't just that. Bro, I seen Obi Toppin when he first got there. He sat his first year, and Coach Anthony Grant worked with him on his game. That's why I told somebody in here earlier. I said, you can't just write the kid off because the kid is a hard worker. 
he's a very hard worker and it ain't like he ain't got no talent you see what i'm saying and you already see he has a uh uh he'll run through the wall for you you know what i mean and he's humble so you can never write those players off and that's the difference i know that julius randall has more uh movement skills and he's athletically better than uh um, not vertically, obviously, but as far as moving his agility and things of that nature, he's better than Obi, uh, Obi Toppin at this particular moment, right? But Facts. the mindset that he has is nowhere near what Obi, uh, what Obi Toppin And it did. can Obi still be utilized while Julius is on the squad. It can still be utilized. That's true. That's true. Right, that's why, I feel that's like, why I I feel like why, is, why is the only option is to get rid of him, Julius? One of them vets can come and talk to him and get in his ear and humble him. <laughs> then absolutely. Maybe, but if maybe, he the maybe, same uh, mindset, it's not going to happen, panic, bro. Panic, you might be right, too, because uh, about one thing, uh, you know, about styles. You know, I look at uh, I look at Julius Randle and I just think when I see Obi, you know, he reminds me of you know he's cut from a cloth when it comes to playing from 13 feet in you know it reminds me of of Kenyon Martin it reminds me of Amari Stoudemire and I think when I think about what I think RJ is about to be and I think uh you know what getting a new point guard a good point guard I mean a real point guard what that can do I look at it all and I say I still don't want the ball in that man's hand Julius's hands and and it's interesting and because it will not you know, be once we get a point guard it won't be the, in his hand of the styles once we get but, a point guard the ball will never be in his hands unless he's in position to make true. his final move but i'm but just right saying, now we don't have that i don't i don't look at him as a as a, a, a scrappy you know i don't want to call these guys utility guys but i mean at the end of the day I, I just look I like my fours He's not here to really way. be the one hey, Wait so Are you expecting Julius To be the one A No man I'm expecting him To be gone bro <laughs> But no But but I'm asking I'm you. expecting him To be the third option bro. That's Yeah okay He could still be. be that But he think he's the one He think he's the one Right He thinks he think he's, he's the, the one, one. You can, that's And the that's problem. the issue So let me ask Let me ask you a question If Dane came to the squad Right You would think Julius thinks he's the one No but Julius would have An attitude yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I see I see now. I see what you guys think. Overall, you guys think his attitude is fucked up. Your minds won't change, so you don't even see the Knicks building <laughs> forward with Julius. No, it's not it's not Dame, even that my if mind Dame is here, bro. I've seen because That's what I'm saying. Y'all honestly it's, believe it's, that it's he would put thing. up a pout if Dame came here. Like I'm the I'm the I should be the head the head guy. Like y'all really think he's gonna be like that? That's crazy. No, he would do like he did when he was with uh, the Pelicans. He's like, okay, I got my year, even though they wanted to re up. He's like, no, I'm going somewhere where I can be the man. That's what that would be what would happen, unless somebody humble him, talk to him, and he can get his mind together and realize, okay, look, in order for me to win a championship, I have to humble myself. Do y'all realize he's an eight year vet who's never won nothing? <laughs> Son, that's the point. That's the point. Yo, you don't that, think he's that, tired that, of losing? If someone came up with a win, winning formula, he's going with it, man. What you mean? Here he got his money. He's not trying to change anything. He hasn't proven enough to say, "Yo, I demand this." If someone but comes up to him and be like, "Yo, we getting Dame. Dame is gonna be the one A." He gonna accept that shit, just like how he's how he's, how he's accepting RJ right now, taking over the number one spot. What was that? <laughs> yeah. 
So it is what it is. I don't know if he's accepting it. I see him still pouting across the court, man. <laughs> I don't know nah, if he's accepting that be, being uh, behind. Nah, I can see. Uh, I can see right Russell now. Westbrook pouting because at the end of the day, he's gonna say I average triple double. I, I was on winning playoff teams. He could pout because he got proof of his concept working. But Randall never had no proof in eight years of his concept. And he don't have no far. proof either. Because yes, he averaged a triple double. Yes, he won a league MVP, but he didn't win anything. The only time he made it to the finals is when he had Durant and when he had James Harden on his no, no, team. No, no, no. But but the concept is close because he once if, if they told him, "Hey, Russ, we need you to come off the bench." Of course, he's gonna pout like Melo because. They seen themselves lead teams some places before, and they're like, "Hey, I'm way better than half these guys here. Why am I coming off the bench?" But see, that's the point. That's the arrogance and the pride. Yeah, but that's the arrogance yeah, and the pride. From what, from what y'all saying, y'all saying Randall, Randall, who's never done anything, has the same pride. That's what y'all saying. Exactly, exactly, and, uh, and that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. That's the exactly. only problem. That's exactly. Randall does not have that, that same thing. pride, and, and for that reason, I feel like uh, you know how that's, crazy that's, that shit look. That you got it that does. pride and you ain't never proved nothing in, in the league? Nah, man. Randall ain't got that type of pride. Nah, he does, man. That's, he that's does. The why, that's the reason why the Knicks went out and got Kemba and got uh, Fournier and, uh, you know, and, and, and tried to keep a guy like Burks around because they were looking at it as Julius has convinced us he is that dude. And so the Knicks put their chips in Julius's basket to the best of their ability. And I truly believe that nobody wanted to play with Julius. That's what I think. Just, just one, just, just watch his body language on the bench and during the game. Next game, y'all watch him play. Just watch his body language and watch how he interacts with his teammates. That's all I'm saying because it's the same thing consistently since he was at UK. Shit. It's the exact same thing. And that's why I said he needs a veteran. He needs like, Clyde, Clyde, come down there and talk to him, man. See if he can talk some sense in him to humble himself, somebody, so he can be like, okay, let me put my pride to the side. For the betterment of the team, if Julius can do that, he's absolutely worth keeping. You sound far away. skills. Praise God. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, you know, we'll see, man, because... Uh, it's just I don't know. I don't but see. Yeah, Le- I don't hey, see. Man, I don't see Leon Rose doing that. People say Obi, get Obi, Obi, because they see Obi, he gonna run through a wall for somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or jump he over one. Court. He gonna put one hundred and ten percent. He gonna bleed on the court. He gonna leave it all on the floor. Yeah, what's what's dude's name out in? Uh, who was that high flyer out who went to Denver? Uh, Aaron Gordon, right? So I, I look at the style of play, and I think that's what excites me about Obi. Is because uh, you know, I, I, a guy with that type of uh, athletic—it's almost—it's freakish. Not almost freakish. It is freakish. His bounce is crazy. He runs the floor faster than anybody. And I just look at him and I say, "Man, off of hustle alone and unselfishness." And that too, man. I mean, it's—it's it just you know, it is what it is. But I, I look forward to seeing it, man. Hopefully. Hopefully we don't, uh, you know, run into another thirty-something win season next year. Let me but let me I, ask you a question. Do you I think we could we could win all the games that we got left? We got Charlotte, Cleveland, Orlando, Brooklyn. Yeah, go win out. You know, especially I just, with I just, I just wish, uh, 
you know, somebody else fell off for some reason. So the Knicks would slide in. I would love to see it. <laughs> it just, you know, I don't want to wish nothing on anybody, but I do. I, it would be just nice, you know, because I think this year being in the playoffs would be a hell of a lot more valuable just because RJ's leading the way, you know, and and that's just what sucks about it is that he won't get the opportunity this year, but hopefully he's ready next year. Here it is. I'm a Laker fan hoping that the Lakers lose so they don't make the playoffs so they can blow up the damn team. 100%. The, the Knicks should be looking at L.A. as a destination for Julius. Don't worry. You'll get, that sounds nasty. Everything about guy. that sounds nasty. <laughs> That's wild crazy. You'll get your guy back. <laughs> Ooh, what are you talking about, LeBron? No, no I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the to the to the uh, Mr. Divine from LA, who's a Laker fan or whatever. Well, 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 well taken. If y'all take one over here, y'all can go ahead and get a, you know, yeah. Brian, Ronnie. Y'all can get Ronnie and all that stuff. You know? Oh my goodness! Get all the clutch, get all the clutch issues. Nah, and all get all that clutch nasty. Now we we CAA man. <laughs> we don't do no clutch. Yeah, we clutch, bro. The Midwest boys can stay hey, over there, man. Hey, we'll sweep the deal with those uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, too. We can take their cowboy yeah. boots and stay over there, man. Midwest guys. The Maverick <laughs> Carters, the Rich Pauls. They can stay over there. Yeah, bring that Midwest all, propaganda uh, over here to, he, them, to the Knicks. Too. He can't stay healthy to save his life. Yeah, something's some, uh, unfortunate with that dude, for real. Unfortunate. Hey. He just soft, man. I mean, he's as talented as as anybody. I mean, he's a top five. You sound far away. He just soft. (laughs) Phone be messing up. I don't know what happened. Yeah. All right, fellas. I'm about to call it a night. Y'all stay Absolutely, up. Absolutely, man. man. Don't, stay don't up. panic. Panic. You know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not really panicked, man. I'm kind of relaxed. I want my same squad, but you panicking right now because you want to nah. hit the demolition button. <laughs> On some I don't Bucks money shit. I, I you want to blow up the squad. But yeah, man, it's all good, man. Uh, shout out to the truth. Looks like uh, Paul Pierce is actually in the building. And uh, who else we got in here, man? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good space. You know, the, the, the everybody dipped on us. They probably couldn't believe what we were saying about your man, Julius. But, <laughs> yeah. It's all good, man. You know. For sure. All right, good everybody. Talk, man. Y'all stay yeah, up, man. man. We're going to do Let's this again. Do again. For sure. Y'all be, y'all be safe. Peace. Peace. Peace.